I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Well, I've been a public figure for quite a long time, known to the whole world for my style of rhyme. But tonight, let's talk about the ones who bite, although they know they won't never get it right because they have no class and they have no shame. They'll bite another brother to boost their own name, get paid correct on a one-way gimmick. I'm happy for you low lives, but, but members doesn't limit. So say, teacher, teacher, tell me how you do it. It looks kind of easy like there was nothing to it. But they don't understand that the master will be the creator of the style MC, Ricky D. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house <clears throat> on a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's your boy on a Monday. Um, and uh, Karen is here, too. Yes, I am. And uh, it's supposed to be ET Awards. Monday, my favorite live tweet Twitter night of the year, consistently every year. Yes, I love it because it's like the Black Phantom Union. I think some black folks only have a Twitter account for this event mm-hmm. because it's some folks you never, ever, 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 ever see them tweet. But yep. for the BET Awards, they come out. And I told them, I said, thank y'all for coming out. I enjoyed y'all. I see y'all this time next year. It's like a big Phantom Union. Yep, I, everybody watches it, man. And I think there's no reason to feel ashamed. Mm-mm. I love the BET Awards. Me I think they're well done. They've been well done for the past, like, four or five years. Uh, ironically, since Viacom took over, they've been very well done. And uh, I've enjoyed them thoroughly. And uh, this year was no exception. And we'll definitely talk about that. We're going to recap some of that stuff in a second. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can find this show, theblackouttips.com, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podomatic. Just search The Blackout Tips, and we'll come up. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show regardless of content. Yep. Uh, we also will invite you guys to leave comments on the website, vote in the polls. We work very hard uh, for people that are premium. Uh, the archived episodes are always on the site. Uh, premium shows on the site. We put up a brand new um, spoiler movie review uh, that we did with JL Covan. That was fun. Yeah, Transformers: Age of Extinction, one of our longest reviews ever. It's like a hour or something, which is fitting because it's one of the longest movies ever. <laughs> yes, yes, it was, was a whole lot to cover. Yeah, but we, uh, you know, we had that review. Uh, if you've been following JL on Twitter, you know he's not a fan. Of Transformers, so it was an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also I also put up the entire rest of the season for Dem Thrones. So if you only want to hear just the Dem Thrones part of the episode, you don't care about the rest of the shit we talked about that day. Uh, that's up. So now you can go check out just Dem Thrones uh, right there on the site or uh, in the RSS feed uh, for the premium people and stuff like that. Um, and we encourage you guys to do that because you know, obviously. Uh, it helps to show out, but, you know, you get what you pay for. That and a lot of people <clears throat> actually go back and, and um, listen and get caught up with the show or they don't remember what episode it was on or they want to recap. A lot of people go back before the season restart and go back and listen to last season. So this gives you a chance just to hear what we had to say about Game of Thrones. Yeah, and uh, I think people really dig it because uh, it's fun. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just want to hear, like, what was what happened on episode nine, you know? Right. And uh, you can either watch it or you can uh, listen to us recap it, which I think is pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> you can also do stuff like vote in the polls and whatnot. Uh, email us, theblackoutits at gmail.com. Leave us voicemail, stuff like that. Um, we're on Twitter, too. 
Uh, we don't say this often on the show anymore, but mm-hmm. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm Say Dat again. Dat is in D-A-T. And the show Twitter is T-B-G-W-T. And we have a Facebook page, the Blackout Tips, and all this other stuff, man. So make sure you guys, um, you know, check all that stuff out, man. We appreciate y'all. Um, let's get right into the show. The official weapon of the show is? The taser. And unofficial sport? Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in code TBGWT, and you get 33% off of your order. But in addition to that, you also get free shipping. And in addition to that, you also get free lifetime guarantees on nice headphones, okay? Mm-hmm. Headphones break all the time. I guarantee all of you have paid more for headphones than you would like, okay? Yes, I know I have. <clears throat> you buy nice, you spend, like, you spend all day picking out a nice pair of headphones that just fit your ear perfectly. You can't wait to get them on. And they listen to them about a week and then you twist the cord one day and it starts shortening out and you go, no, 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 please. You and, and you'd be like, look, I stepped up from the Dollar Tree brand. Did you get the Walmart brand? You're like, I stepped up from the Walmart brand and got the better brand. And this is one of the things where it could be so uh, frustrating, especially when you like, I spent a whole twenty five dollars. You're like, God damn. You spend all day begging the Lord, pleading with him. I'll go to church if you just yeah. please get, help me get through this work day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it falls on deaf ears because it always goes dead. And next thing you know, you're left with a fucking earphone, that headphone that half of it works and half of it doesn't. You didn't pay for half of a headset. You paid for both ears. Well, wouldn't you like to be able to get a lifetime guarantee on that headset? Hmm? Wouldn't you like to be able to just ship it back and you get a brand new one like nothing ever happened? Well, that's what Tweaked Audio allows. Just go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT, and uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. They kick us a little something back, and it helps us out, too. Um. All right, man. Let's get right into it. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what they came here for. The BET Awards were last night, Woo-hoo! and uh, my favorite award show. Period. Mine too. Uh, the past uh, few years, they have really, really uh, stepped their game up. Um, mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, oh, I, I let you go ahead. I was about to to start talking about the um the comics i think that chris rock did a whole hell of a lot better job than chris tucker last year chris tucker was terrible last year yeah i agree i I mean like that was a thing that was really impressive i think part of a a huge part of what makes the show good is the fact that you know the host does a good job yes in the last few years we really haven't had a good host Mm-mm. I think we had what Chris Tucker, uh, Mike Epps, Kevin Hart was okay. You know, I, actually, I thought Kevin Hart was pretty good, if I remember correctly, compared to the other two. Yes, and his skits were good. Yes, now that is true. You know, so um, you know that you know, and it's not that you know these people are just terrible necessarily. Uh, it's a hard job. It really is, and you have to be a very, very, very professional. Um, and it's one of those things where um, you can kind of tell who actually uh, says, y'all paying me, I'm going to give people their money's worth versus I'm just taking a check. I'm here because I'm just here. Mm-hmm. And in my personal opinion, that's what to me, that's what Chris Tucker did. I'm here because I'm not here. He hadn't worked on anything. He hadn't prepared anything. You know, like they had stretches of time where they would come back on and they were like, well, you need to stretch it a little longer 
and Chris Rock did an excellent job in, in filling that time, which is not easy to do. So I'm not I'm not trying to say that what they were doing was easy. But the thing about it is that you are professional. You went on tour like you, you've been doing this long enough where you should be at a point in your life where you should be able to feel time like this. You can tell that Chris Rock has stepped his ass on the stage consistently right. uh, over the last few years, even if it's just touring or just hopping on a mic and doing a set because Chris Tucker looks so rusty. Yes. Like they were like, fill a couple minutes and he was reeling it out by like, oh snap. Oh, we got Rick Ross in the house. What's up, Rick? Woo. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell he wasn't current on events. <clears throat> he wasn't up to date on anything. Like uh, a lot of his jokes was like, uh, almost slapstick. Like he mm. just joked off of what he saw versus being more in depth and actually making a joke to people like, oh, that shit is funny. Why? Cause that shit is true. Yeah, they don't have like they didn't have a joke for it, but it would like he would say something that was a setup, but there was no punchline because Chris Tucker hadn't prepared any material. Right. But Chris Rock, you know, had actual material, and I think the and you know he smoothly got it from you know act to act, you mm-hmm. know, from co-host and and from the uh, the skits that they did with him and all that stuff. Like he just did such a great job with that. And uh, I really think you can't um, you can't overshadow that because that was the number one thing. Like if we were ranking like what makes things better, that was the number one thing that uh, made this show better. Yeah, that that all in itself uh, made it uh, made a leap forward. And it's almost like if you're going to do this. And if you're going to present it, you need to step your game up. You know, you need to hire people that literally take it seriously. Some of the people in the past have really not taken it seriously because they're like, oh, it ain't nothing but the BET Awards. But people tune in for a real legit award show. They don't tune in for you to half-ass it. Yeah, so. And, you know, Chris Rock's no slouch. Uh, no. He's hosted, what, like the, well, the Oscars before, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and the thing was, he was almost too rough. When he hosted the Oscar Oscars. Okay. So like people, I remember that was like a controversy. Like they might not invite him back. He was really going in. And that's actually what I was looking forward to because I was like, oh, good. Here's a safe place where, you know, we're all black folks. You can go in and it's okay. Yeah, because we all we are all about those jokes. And and, and that's what I understand about the uh, award shows like that. It's like. Y'all, quote unquote, get the edgy comedian because he's going to draw people and then everybody panics. Well, well, then get the lame and keep it pushing then. You know, you can't have it both ways. You can't get the edgy person then be like, oh, you was too edgy. Oh, why you come out here roasting everybody? Because that's what they goddamn do. It's like, it's like you've seen their, you've seen their history of work and then you're going to act surprised when they do the shit that they normally do. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, what's funny to me is that hour or two before the BET Awards, when it's just a red carpet, and everybody starts tweeting about like what people have on and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love the Twitter like false like outrage <laughs> where it's like, oh, the BET Awards are back. I guess I'll watch. And then they send 300 tweets the next three hours about the BET Awards because right. they fucking love it. Yes. Like niggas pretend to hate the BET Awards the way men pretend to hate being married. Right. Oh, the old ball and chain. But you know what? They enjoy coming home to a good cooked meal. 
you know what they clean clothes and shit and sex right and a good blowjob in the morning that's the shit they enjoy they know it ain't got no disease right and they're like oh god here we go with this shit again but they fucking love it they wouldn't have it any other way they'd be miserable going to the movies by themselves and shit um so yeah they started the that and i you know i i have been watching this this new show uh that i'm into called penny dreadful uh for like most of the day so i was like let me just tune back when it's eight o'clock because i didn't care about the runway shit because i can't help myself man it's just i go into interview mode and runway interviews are so bad yes they are they're just awkward it's like the person's never talked to a person in their life before Mm -hmm. and you know the people at on the runway are just there to do a couple things they want to say something about their career they want to say something about what they're wearing and then they want to, um, you know, maybe like go in or whatever, you know, like there's no, you know, there's not a conversation that's going to happen. So it's all, no. oh, hey, Shanti girl, you looking good in your dress. Oh, you mm-hmm. look good too, girl. Oh, wow. Well, what is going on? What is going on? Well, you know, I got a new album coming out and, uh, it should be out in, in, in April. I mean, August and, uh, it's going to be called such and such. Oh, well, that is so good, girl. Now, my eyes, who are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing so and so. Oh, and those heels. Well, what about those heels? Yes. Let's look. Let's get a look at the feet. You know, it's just like Jesus. These every interview is the fucking same. Yeah, that and 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 I wonder is it something where uh the uh celebrities trot out and like they have like certain spots that they have to hit. Yeah, of course. And you know, you got a minute here, and I don't think they have a long period of time. Like you got a minute here, two minutes here, a minute and a half here, three seconds here. You know, so it's like they kind of just floating along, and it's like you say. Well, they seem like it's like you know who's coming, right? Yes, you get. You seem like you're as shocked as me, the viewer, to see these people. Hi, you see them before we do. You had one job. You know what I mean? You only have one job. That's it, just that one job. You know what I mean? And then people just show up and it's like, oh, Robin Thick. Oh, what is going on? What is going on? Now, um, what, what, what's wrong with you doing? Oh, I got an album coming out. It's called Paula. It's by my wife. And, uh, I'm trying to get it back and it'll be out Tuesday. Oh, that is good. Now, what are you wearing? What are you, who was this? Who cut your hair? Yeah, well, this is Versace and, uh, you know, suit. Oh, okay, that's Versace. Oh, now, uh, what, what is going on with these shoes? Show everybody your shoes, baby. It's like every fucking interview. And, I'm, and, I'm like, ask him about, ask him about cheating. No. Ask him about cheating. Like, that's my shit. Like, I'm, I'm like, I can't watch it because I'm like, ask, him, <laughs> ask, ask Chris Brown why he beat that girl. Ask him. The, the, ask him, did he put on weight in the prison? Is he going to take his shirt off tonight? Like, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> they, they're not going to ask that. And then B, it must be a huge uh, percentage of people that want to see that shit. Or else they wouldn't do that. I just think people care because of celebrities. And then we all get to judge and be like, like, I saw somebody, I can't remember who it was. She had a purse. And her purse was in a plastic, like, see-through container. And you open up the container, and then the purse is inside that. And I was like, it looks like you fucking stole a purse out of the store and didn't take off the anti-theft device. (laughs) But she was like, yeah, girl, you just open up the plastic, you open up the purse. And I was like, I'm turning this stupid shit off and watching Penny That's That's too much work. Why would you want to go through all that trouble? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was cool. Uh, I turned back, and Juicy J was performing. So that was cool, but, uh, that was about it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, when I come back, I, uh, you know, I just wanted to watch, you know, watch my Twitter timeline and watch the awards, right? Yep. Cause the other thing about the Twitter timeline is funny is I get prepared 
for all the hypocrisy mm-hmm. oh yeah because it's it's, it's it's coming and, and one thing uh about the bet awards is that for you guys on the west coast uh the timing is a little different but for us on the east coast this shit starts late and it is really, 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 really late. And then they got the after party and all that shit. It'd be 2 a.m. for all that shit go off. Yeah, it started at like 8 or something. Yeah. But, uh, but it actually started, you know, the red carpet starts at like 6 or some shit or earlier than that. Yeah, on, on our time. And yeah. so, uh, a lot of times I have to take a nap because I don't take a nap. I will not make it to the end. You be like, nigga, I got to go to work the next morning. Come on, BT. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it was funny though because I just laugh at the people. Who I watched complain about the Grammys and yep. all and all the white music awards and the white award right. shows and about the mis- the underrepresentation of black people in music that you know we created and music that we are you know responsible for and all this shit and then they and then they get the BET awards and they shit on BET because it's too black. Yeah, you can't you know have I mean? it both ways. It's like they want they only care about the respect of white people right you know what i mean and so it's like well this is well this is this is gonna be terrible it's gonna be raggedy it's gonna be bad and they harp on every little mistake that gets made like anything that doesn't go right they're like ready to shit on it because it's some black shit and nobody shits on black people more than black people fact you know what i mean white people weren't even watching this shit it was just black people that were so and I, you know, I was just blocking and muting those people all night. Like, look, oh, don't need to hear what you got to say. People coming in my mentions. Oh, so you really think? Uh, all right, blocked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, before I started, I put up an Avi, uh, uh, Pocahontas waving at everybody, telling everybody, "Bye, bitch." I'm tweeting about the BT Woods. I don't give a damn about what you got to say, and don't come over here bothering me. Bye. Yeah. Come February, everybody's how could uh, Sterling on Twitter said how could come February, everybody's gonna be like, how could they give Macklemore the Grammy? right right well this is my this award to me this award show to me means more than the grammys honestly and not just because of who wins but because this is actually black people having a a say on the culture that we you know created and are a big part of that we get whitewashed out of on every other night of the year Mm -hmm. so yeah it matters um chris rock brought that up several times and i I love him for it um so yeah uh pharrell came and uh he had the new black singers he opened up the show with uh with the new black song uh singers and uh that was cool and he was everybody was jamming and i'm telling you it doesn't matter how many interviews he does what he says if he takes a picture in native american face when them fucking songs come on you can't help yourself i don't care if you think this man can't sing it don't matter honey happy is the jam and it's just one of those things where I, I love it. I don't care how many different, uh, cowboy hats, uh, fireman hats, or whatever the kind of hats he has, uh, the, uh, the, the hat is the show and you party to that hat. Right. He just shows up and, you know, everybody's like, oh, like you can just see it on time. Like, oh, twit, this nigga, for real, he think he the new black. And I'm like, you know what though? If he really thought he was the new black, would he show up at a, this award show? No. You know what I mean? Like, if he really was, like, on some, I'm trying to separate myself from the culture, he would just, like, only show up at the Grammys and be like, fuck these niggas. Like, he, he, like, I think people went way too hard on that dude for a couple statements that, you know, made, you know, and statements that a lot of people buy into, not just Pharrell himself, you know what I mean? So, 
I think people just wanted to go in on that dude. But yeah, you hear that? Because I'm happy. Everybody just start clapping and dancing. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yep. That's, and that's the that's, power of music. That, that, that's my, uh, that's my jam. That's, that's one of my, literally one of my favorite songs of the year. And I ain't even gonna lie. It's been days at work where I play that shit all goddamn day. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, everybody jamming. Um, my favorite thing, of course, about Pharrell is that, uh, he's never gonna let not being able to sing or dress stop him from success. Nope. Never, never, never. He brought Missy out. Yes, I haven't seen her in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. I thought she was like dead or had like a disease. I just remember people saying she had some type of disease. And I was like, I ain't seen her in years. They say that about everybody. They ain't yeah. seen it 15 minutes. She came out. She's a straight up, you know, MC in the fat, in the sense of like, you know, getting people at a party moving and shit. Like, that's what she does. You know what I realized too when I was watching that? I've never seen Missy in a dress. Mm-mm. No. She, not in a video, not in an interview, not, nope. Anytime you see her, she's always had on pants. Yep. So Pharrell representing VA, um, brought her out. Then Chris Rock came through and, uh, he was roasting the shit out of people. Just, woo. I loved it. I think, uh, he started out with, uh, uh, the BT was was the Black People's uh, World Cup. I was like, yeah, nigga, you're right, because everybody tuning in. Yeah, I wish they just hadn't censored the N-word or that BT wasn't, like, afraid of the N-word, because you know he would have been even better. What? He would have called it the Nigga World Cup. Right. Uh, but he said, you're going to see something you never see. You're going to see black artists getting credit for something they created. Yes. Then he talked about Jay-Z and Solange, and he said uh, she's lucky she hit Jay-Z now, you know, the rich Jay-Z, because she would have hit Reasonable Doubt Jay-Z. It wouldn't have ended the same. It would not have been nothing but blood and weave all over that. Uh, right. That That's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, it is funny. Like, Jay did start out kind of gangster and shit. Uh, he talked about Dr. Dre getting $3 billion for the beats by Dre. And he said he don't even have attitude no more. He's just a nigga wit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, with money. <laughs> With money. And, uh, one thing about, uh, Chris Rock, you could tell Chris Rock was making some people uncomfortable because they was like, what is the nigga gonna say? Everyone was getting roasted. They just didn't want him to talk about them. Right. And, and it was funny though because a lot of them were just so tightwad and it was funny. It was like, nigga laugh. It's, it's like, it's almost like you coming to his comedy show. So it's one of those things where you go, you may be the butt of the joke, but it's okay. That's how good he is though. You know what I mean? Like, they were so nervous. There was none of that fear when Kevin Hart was there. No, because they know he wasn't going to bother them. Yeah. Uh, he said Dr. Dre got beats. Rick Ross got diabetes. Yes! He had a few Rick Ross jokes throughout the night. Um, he uh, was talking about Carrie Washington and uh, her uh, scandal. Um, and uh, he said he sent a lot of previews for movies and stuff with black people, and some of them don't even have Kevin Hart in them. Yes. Oh, I was. Oh, crying. he roasted him talking about but you, but, you, and the, but the funny fact is this shit is true. He was on every fucking thing, everything. Yes. Like that's the other thing you can tell that either him or just his writing crew, whatever, they've been keeping up with the pulse of like black like events. Yes, and that like th- it was. You know, it felt like he has been privy to the major events in black Twitter and black. You know, the current like black 
you know history and pop culture somebody's been paying attention and you could tell that and like i said before about chris tucker that was something that he didn't have you can tell he wasn't on top of any of that right like he was just coming in there going i'm chris tucker i'm gonna be funny and my presence will make you laugh and 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 you know black folks black folks to fold their arms be like "Mm -mm, you better say something funny your presence don't make me laugh yeah, he even brought up uh, T.I. fighting Floyd Mayweather because they were both there. Yeah, oh, the jokes. He, he said he wouldn't have fought uh, Mike Tyson, uh, who was also there. Right. Uh, he talked about some the civil rights movies. Uh, he said if you make a civil rights movie and white people like it, it's not a good movie. <laughs> man, I want a Chris Rock HBO special so bad now. Like, please come back, man. Yeah, and I didn't, um, uh, I've, uh talk about chris rock mm-hmm. he actually uh did one of the uh like plays one of the one of the um some i forgot one of the plays he's done it where he's actually toured around the country so i think like you said when you talk about in front of audience he's uh, used to and accustomed being in front of crowds for instance periods of time and i think that that made a big difference and i do like the way his writers put his stuff together and the way he executed because even if somebody else wrote it he still got to execute the shit yeah. and he executed it to perfection in my opinion uh, he's, he was talking about Donald Sterling and, uh, he had a couple of jokes for that and he was like, oh, don't make me defend him. He was like, <laughs> I mean, you gotta feel sorry for him. I mean, how can he understand the first black man he ever met he got for Christmas? <laughs> oh my God, man. Yes. The, the jokes was, the jokes were excellent this year. Uh, and the thing is like, I, I, I do the BET was for the jokes. Mm-hmm. I know I'm old. I know I'm out of touch. I know I don't, I don't know who the fuck nobody is up there on that stage, but I don't give a good goddamn. I just come for the jokes and have a good time. Um, they uh, Gabby came on and um, they were uh, her and I forget the other person that was with her, but they were talking about Felon Bay. Yes, the they first, was. First, they was kind of shaming everybody for being into this felon dude, and then uh, eventually they come around and talked about how dreamy he was and all this stuff. And I was like, come on, Gabby. Not everybody can steal an NBA husband from a woman. Right. No. Let these women dream. All right. Uh, The first award, I think, went to August uh, Alcina. Is that how you say his name? Uh, Some young dude I've never seen before in my life. But uh, he finally got the credit he deserves. He said he was going to cry, and he wasn't even close to crying. No, and he sounded like he was on drugs. It kept snorting. Yeah, right. It was a... I'm, I'm gonna say I wouldn't cry. I was like, oh, you uh, yeah, you about to blow your nose yeah, on stage? You need a tissue, sir. Yeah, yes. he, he sound he sound bad. And um, what was it? The uh, what was her name? Kiki, whatever her name was. She loved. She had a Star Trek suit every time they went to break. The one that was in that white and gold. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name, but yeah. Uh, what was her name? Kiki or something? I don't shit? know, but she looked like she was straight out of Star Trek. Star yeah. Trek, one of them. Yeah, I thought Captain Kirk was going to fuck her at the end of the night. Right. And I was like, what the hell she got on? Um, But, yeah, uh, August didn't even thank his management team. He shouted out, like, Houston and his mama and shit. I was like, man, that was not – he really wasn't prepared to win this award. They, they said Kiki Palmer. Okay, there you go. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, her dress was made of mirrors or some shit. I don't know what yeah, was Reflections going on. or – I don't know. Yeah, it was, more like Marvel Comics – yeah, it was like gold and white and was all pointy and futuristic. Yeah, uh, a couple people sent like pictures of shit and they had one of uh, August, uh, Alcina, and Martin in uh, Blue Street dressed as that deliver- piece of delivery man. Oh. <laughs> 
and that shit looks so similar it was so accurate i was rolling um but uh yeah i you know it was you know it was cool um that i saw a preview for a step it up movie and of course they keep making those because elon james white keeps seeing them all right um lorenz tate is gonna have a movie playing twins and one of them dies and the other one like avenges him or some shit yes he's gonna, he gonna go too deep into the game i think that was straight to bet i was like lorenz tate still alive yeah i was like what oh, and he still look the same does he age here when that same shit for real long i was like nigga you still look like you 25 like can he not act like why doesn't he work mm-hmm. you know what i mean like why he doesn't look old he um maybe he just knocked that old dog roll out the park and that he's not been able to do shit since but i don't know it seemed like he should get more work but I, he'll be on bet soon um lil wayne performed wearing a picnic basket a uh, blanket mm-hmm. blanket i mean <clears throat> uh i didn't he's it's this is the first time Lil Wayne has performed and done a song that I knew none of the words to because I haven't listened to Lil Wayne in years because he's so terrible right and I just don't give a fuck yeah I think like and it was like the most sober I've seen Lil Wayne yeah I don't think he was on anything and you could tell yeah um Nick Cannon came out um Nick looks goofy as shit now yeah, did didn't he look like somebody's drunk uncle that would smoke a Newport and and tell and and turn it up and tell my boy you don't know nothing about this like he break dances or some shit. I think he came out with Zendaya too. Yes, and she's no longer doing the Aaliyah movie. So, Black Twitter, you won. Took away an opportunity from a young Latina art actress. So there you go. Good job, everyone. Uh. <laughs> They gave the gospel award next, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, they got knocked them out early. Yeah, you got to get them out the way early because it's going to get ratchet afterwards. And uh, this woman, Tamala Mann, won. And I don't know if it was just me, but she looked just like the lady in the grapefruit video. <laughs> just like her. And uh, I was like, you know, I like the better in the grapefruit video. And then everyone told me I was going to hell for the next 30 minutes, so. But you know what? Y'all were laughing too. So y'all have a seat as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, she definitely looked like that grapefruit woman. I was like, she got the same haircut, same weight. It's, it's, she, it's her. Um, so, uh, Lapita won an award, but she didn't show up. Uh, so this is the first award show she didn't show up and stun on all her haters on the red carpet. So, right. uh, it was good though. Um, when you know like i was more worried that they wouldn't give it to people because they didn't show up and i'm glad they still gave it to them because you know people deserve to win um so uh let's see what else happened uh oh yeah that's when chris rock made that joke about mike tyson and ti yeah he said it would have been mike tyson instead of floyd mayweather ti would have been like that's yours mike that's yours (laughs) and let's shout out to ti and tiny those motherfuckers look like they had each other's back they right. were so nervous they were gonna get roasted anytime the camera was on them or chris rock looked their way these motherfuckers clasped hands and leaned together like they were taking a family photo right there's a oh here it comes here it comes baby and prepare yourself ti's face had no smile on it at all Mm-mm. his whole face is like just go ahead just please go ahead bro just don't, i'm trying don't. to make this work yeah don't don't even come this way dog Mm-hmm. Uh Jaheen Ako performed and uh I finally get it, Karen. 
Yeah. I've been trying to figure out what the fuck is the deal with this chick for months now. Oh, that, for that months. weird ass singing. You know, I, I remember her saying something about being the next shot day or some shit. Mm-mm. Um, and I listened to it and she, she was struggling. She can't sing. No. You know, at least she tried to sing live and didn't lip sync, but it was terrible. Was that that girl that was up there with, uh, John Legend? Uh. Oh, that's the wrong girl. I don't know if she was with John Legend or not. I don't, I just know that. I think she would have been up there by herself. Oh, yeah, 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 she was. And um, look, man, she is just pretty as shit. Mm-hmm. And if you're pretty as shit, nobody's going to tell you that you are talentless. Right. So everybody was just like, you can sing. You know what I mean? Because you fine. Nobody going to say, Jaheen, girl, no. You got to do something else with your life. You are terrible at this. Because she ain't got no real friends. But like, nah, you sound bad, honey. Yep, I figured it out, man. I get it. Um, oh wait, no, she was up there with John Legend. You're right. Yeah, his hair because his hairline makeup was flawless. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was like, he got his hairline fixed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've tried to figure that shit out for months, man. I should have just Google pictures of it instead of listening to that album three times. Uh, and somebody was uh, said that John Legend music makes them want to apologize to women for shit they didn't do. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't know black women had their own network centric. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we got a hearing. I don't. I don't think it's on uh, um, AT and T Uverse. Oh, okay, I don't know that. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mike Tyson thinks his his show will be premiering on that. He thinks he's gonna be hosting the Soul Train Awards on Centric. <laughs> So, I and ain't know. nobody gonna tell him otherwise. Yeah, I don't know if he thought last night's awards were on centric, or if he really thinks that it'll be his new awards will be on centric. Whatever it was, nobody could correct Mike Tyson, and the white dude that was up there was scared as shit, wouldn't he? I think it was the white dude from Think Like a Man, and it was funny though because like he got when they got done, they were like he was like I didn't write this because the jokes weren't too good. And Chris Rock was like, we didn't think you wrote anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Chris Rock is so good, man. Yes. And uh, when John Legend was uh, singing, you know, BET, talking about they got an app. I told people you could check your app now. It's telling you you can go pee. Yeah. Wait, and I was like, the black woman's centric network is going to let Mike Tyson, woman beater, convicted rapist, host the Soul Train Awards? It's the Soul Train. Soul Train was on there. Come on no more. Do it. This is what he told me, Karen. I just listened to what he said. About to say, oh, I don't think they come on now unless they're doing a reboot. Yep. Uh, Drake won a, a war, and then uh, my man Chris Rock pointed out that uh, Paris Hilton was in the audience, which I don't know why she was in the audience. Me. You know, honestly, like. Was it to support Nick, um, Lana Richie? I don't know, because his uh, daughter wasn't there. Oh, she sure wasn't. So I don't know why she was there, um, but. Um, Chris Rock was making jokes. He said, you getting your Kardashian on tonight. <laughs> right. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, they say he introduced Chris uh, Brown by saying he just signed a new drip, a new deal. Too bad it was a plea deal. Oh, son. Oh my God. He was so good. Uh, and, uh, Chris Brown came out there and dressed like the gang from don't be a menace. And, uh, he was looking like he was struggling kind of, Cause I think, you know, between being in jail, putting on the extra weight, he couldn't give the best, like, Chris Brown yeah, cause, performance. Cause you're not as physically fit. Cause you know, before, you know, uh, between, you know, beating women and throwing shit out the window and shit, you know, you exercise, you probably ate right. 
you probably kept yourself in a lot better physical shape yeah uh by the way the chat room uh i think is talking about jaheen Ako and how they like her so um i notice it's all men coincidence anyway uh chris brown uh was was out there struggle dancing and he never took his shirt off so i was like yeah i think he's just struggling through this and uh word on the street is he got so drunk at the after party he had to be carried out so he was just having a night of freedom of course this is his first big award since he done got loose yeah his performances just aren't the same without him breaking down and doing an mj tribute so right it wasn't he don't look like no he's not skinny like mj no more yep um I wanted them to cut to Paris Hilton during these songs so I could hear her mouth in the words like me when I go to church. <laughs> Just fucking in there. These, uh, these ain't loyal. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. And, uh, they kept, uh, Sice and Jay and Bay, mm-hmm. uh, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, do y'all niggas really think that they gonna show up to the BT Awards when they on the biggest tour ever? Yeah. No, like that, that shit is not happening. And uh, when they did Drake, I was like, yeah, Drake, I see you. I was like, you too pretty to show up. You off, off somewhere doing somebody's toes. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did show a white KFC commercial to start off. And I enjoyed that. Yes, they did. It's like, thank goodness to find a white family talking about chicken. Um, so uh my uh chris goes to uh he had a skit where he went to a monster truck rally interview white people about black stuff that was the best shit ever and uh only like a couple of them got the answers right that was pretty funny Uh, a lot of people didn't like how he ended it with the uh this dude said he tried to holler at a black chick and he got rejected and he hadn't tried again and he said why he said because i was scared and he said oh sometimes he's like black women scare me too and then uh, people was like, mm, I don't like that joke. I see you, Chris Rock. That shit was funny. They scared yeah. a lot of people. We we do, y'all. My favorite part was the white woman's confusion that Macklemore went in anything. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you think Macklemore win an award tonight? She was like, but it's the Black what? Entertainment Television Award. That woman was scared. <laughs> She was, you know, not more than scared. She confused. She confused. I was cheering for the white people like they were developmentally challenged. I was like, oh, you can get it right. Just believe in yourself. And some of them got it right. Then he was like, well, finish his lyrics. Started from the bottom. Now we're on the top. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was the best. Uh, Common came and uh, it was cool to see him there after blocking all those goals for the USA. Uh, but he came through and it introduced an award. Um, and uh, some girl named Gabby was performing on guitar, and then she was she got all this talent, and then she started singing, and I was like, "Ooh, back to the guitar, please." Oh, they was at the seventeen year old. She could play like all these instruments, but mm-hmm. but it's just something about life. Like you know, I don't know how she probably sound in the studio, but yeah, she 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 now that guitar and the piano, she was getting it over there with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh. I think that's when they had the church performance, like the gospel people performed or something. And uh, um, did they? Was this when the gospel people performed? Or did no? The only gospel people that performed was uh, what you call them? Was she sung for Lionel Richie? Right? Okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't think no other like gospel gospel. Group oh, you know like what it was? It was a commercial for the gospel like. Uh, they kept showing us, like, apparently, like gospel. You know. Yes. Jesus got talent type show or something. Yeah, they, it is. 
And so uh I was like looking at the women on there, I was like, Man, church women be thick as shit. <laughs> if it wasn't for all that Jesus, they'd be perfect. For all that Jesus. Um, so uh, my man my man Chris came back and said the next singer discovered Justin Bieber, he's gonna spend the rest of the night apologizing for it. And then Usher uh came oh. out in the coonskin cap, which was fitting because he discovered Justin Bieber. Yeah, he had a raccoon upside his head. And you mm-hmm. know you know what I realized? Uh Usher ain't had a hit in about the past ten years, five, seven years. Mm-hmm. And I like Usher, but I realized that I'm not a big of a Usher fan as I thought it was because I wasn't feeling Usher. And I guess because it was nothing he wasn't doing anything current. Right. So I was like, You're gonna have to give me more energy and and, and I guess his presence isn't the same like last year when Justin Timberlake was out there it was something about his energy and his vibe and you know just the song selection and all that stuff which made a big difference but when Usher was out there I was like okay I know the songs you're doing your thing but it it just didn't have that same well he's getting uh, older and dancing is such a big part of his act and as much as he was dancing that's still the most like stationary i've ever seen usher on stage you know what and i think that makes a difference too yeah yeah and he chose not to lip sync which i respect the difficulty of that you know me too but yeah the the dancing wasn't there man um no because he 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 getting old and when you old guess what you can't do move like that why because arthritis why because your knees yeah he was dancing like he was gonna be sore as fuck in the morning yes we like he was gonna take an epsom salt bath like me why because joints hurt once you get in your upper 30s close to 40 that's why usher uh kevin hart and carrie washington presented the next award I love that because they kept joking on scandal, which I think was the best shit of where they kept playing that, that mm-hmm. little, that little, that little tune. Mm-hmm. The, uh, like photo clicking sound yeah, it was like, of the camera. It was like, he was like scandal. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, and he was really good. Like, and, uh, short doses or whatever. And, uh, yes, it's short doses. Yeah. When it was like, Huck, uh, play the clip. And then he got on the phone. It was like, no, Huck, now play the clip for real this time scandal like that was so good uh beyonce was up for two awards in this category but pharrell won and pharrell looked genuinely surprised like yeah i don't think he thought it was gonna win Mm-mm. yeah i think uh uh nick jew was like he probably seen what black folks on twitter have said about him and figured out they weren't gonna vote he's like yeah i'm definitely not winning but i was like you know um he got up there and he thanked you know some some black people you know, shouting out black people for supporting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, so he must not read his mentions. Smart. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was one of those things where he was like, I know y'all joke me up in a hat. I don't care. I'm going to wear one of the highest ones I got. And I'm going to come out here. He was, oh, y'all voted for me. He was shot. Oh, and something else I wanted to say, too. Yeah. BT kept pushing Cricket. And I don't know about y'all but cricket has got to be one of the worst phone service ever i was like they pushing cricket i was like why because once you walk five feet outside the store you're gonna lose reception why y'all pushing cricket bet i don't know anything about cricket at this point cricket I know it used to be whack terrible ass service it could be totally fine now i have no idea but um okay it well to me cricket. it's terrible it will always be terrible well i know t-mobile used to get a bad rap and now people a lot of people have them so but anyway, uh, yeah, they were pushing cricket, and my man uh, Terry Crews came out and said he was proud to be a father, being petty as shit, bringing up that old 
argument he got onto it with the view what about about fathers needing to be in kids lives and women and uh i think it was uh one of the single mothers on there the one i forget her name jenny mccarthy what the one who won't give her a kid like she thinks her kid has autism because he didn't get because he got vaccinated or something like that oh and uh with no like actual proof of it you know it's like conspiracy theorist type shit Mm -hmm. but she's like real like i can do it by myself i don't need no man he was like fathers have an important role in 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 kids lives and she just kind of like argued with him like to make it seem like he was being ridiculous or something so he showed up at the bet awards and the first thing he said is like i'm terry cruz i'm proud to be a father and everybody's like what (laughs) like what does this have to do with anything so yeah it's just real petty of him okay uh jen then he introduced uh jennifer hudson and uh mm. jennifer hudson light came out there um and did the longest walk down uh since uh the uh justin timberlake one last year yeah and somebody thought she had somebody thought she bought out uh uh the uh prison bay because the light-skinned dude was mm-hmm. up there they was like the nigga out of jail with hudson he was all tatted up and everything yeah, he was just like him uh but yeah she came out there and um she was looking good man and her outfit them boots was on point her singing you want to know what's so funny to me it's amazing to watch how people have changed on her right she lost weight and now people are ready to be critical of her when she was fat it was you couldn't say shit about her anything oh. negative and people would be like what the fuck are you talking about right that's my baby but she lost that weight. Now it's fair game. If you want to say she can't sing anymore, you can say it. If you want to say her clothes didn't look good, you can say it. If you want to say you don't like her hair, you can say it. Like, I was watching my time. I was like surprised almost to watch my timeline and just see people that were like, she lost that weight. And now, uh, her, her songs ain't good and she can't sing and, now, now, you know. she, now she can sing. I think for me, this particular song, the selection of song didn't suit her voice. But yeah, Jennifer Hudson can sing. But she went from "You better not talk about her heavy" to "Who she thinks she is thin in no time flat." Yeah, yeah, folks, folks be like, they, you know, you big girl, they support you. You skinny bitch, they be like, mm, all yeah. fears game. There's some lame ass shit with Deshaun Jackson and some other niggas on stage talking about football. I didn't care, which which wasn't good. Oh, and something else, a commercial that I lo- I love. Uh, did you see the Smokey Bear commercial when Smokey Bear was out there? And they, they, uh, they about eight people walked up there and they had this big ass cake and the cake was like lit up on fire and everybody time I had birthday Smokey and Smokey looking at them. Then Smokey reached over and grabbed a bucket of water and picked it up and the little girl blew the candles out. I was like, yeah, Smokey Bell about to, about to, uh, put y'all fucking cake out. He's like, I live in a goddamn forest. Y'all come in here with a cake lit up. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, they should just have one with Smokey Bear just mauls a motherfucker and then that'll right. stop, that'll stop all of it. <laughs> that'll stop, that'll stop you and Forest Fives. Why? Mm-hmm. Cause your ass won't bring the fire. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a real interesting dynamic with that. Um, Pharrell won another award. He was just a shock. And I was like, are they just gonna keep giving him awards to the only speech he has left is to be like, I'm sorry for saying that new black thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so uh yeah they put they also promoted this sappy mediocre romantic comedy i mean romantic movie uh, about a police officer saving a struggling 
singer from suicide and mm. i was like you know what that is equality yeah it's about time black people got the ability to make sappy mediocre romance movies that i will skip yeah yeah like I do, just like i do for white people movies oh and you know what you forgot what? uh every time pharrell looked over there at um who was his name? Which McCall looking like the Cheesecake Factory. They had jokes uh, about Bust, him. Buster Rhymes? Yes, with that old colorful outfit on and looking all confused like he didn't belong. Yeah, everybody was getting in on Buster Rhymes because he let himself go. And uh, his his shirt did look like the Cheesecake Factory bag. Like, there was no denying that, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> he hit all the colors. Yeah. Uh, we came back and Chris Rock said, you know, they gave out pizza. At the Grammys, Ellen gave out pizza, but this is the BET Awards, and I thought to myself, and I typed it, this nigga better not give out chicken. And he did me one better. He gave out chicken and waffles. Yes. <laughs> and shout out to that one brother who opened his right away like I was hungry the whole time. I'm glad you thought about me. I was looking like, please pick me. Yeah, I don't even think he was famous. He was just like, oh, I'm, I'm hungry, though. I know. He was He was looking like, bitch, you give me some hot sauce. <laughs> he was looking like, I ordered the two-piece. I ordered yeah, the two-piece. Yeah, he was like, I bet you seen that chicken. Like, good, nigga, I was hungry. Glad yeah. you was thinking about me. Excuse me, Chris, where's my syrup? I ordered syrup with this uh, waffle. Yeah, you said chicken and waffle. Yeah, he said, Paris Hilton, you want to be black tonight? Here you go, gave us some. Yeah, he did. He got jumped on. Then the last one, he's like, oh, this is a salad. Pass that down to Rick Ross. Now the Rick Roth jokes were mwah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that dude ate that chicken. Yeah, camera. he was looking like, why y'all playing? Y'all know y'all hungry too? Mm-hmm. Everybody else tried to be dignified. He said, just, uh, if anybody, didn't, if anybody don't want their chicken, pass it down tomorrow. Right. He looked like, I will take your wing and your thigh. Bring it on down here. Uh, we cut to Nikki performing on stage, Nikki Minaj, and, uh, she's on the back of a motorcycle with her ass hanging out. Mm-hmm. That's like the worse her sales get, the more of her ass we see, so I'm hoping that she continues to fail. Um, and, uh, she was looking great in her black woman outfit. That's her best costume, and looks like she's been sticking with it the longest this far, and I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, and she looked like she was standing on top of Papa Smurf's house. Mm hmm. A big ass mushroom for she no performed, damn reason. Yeah, she performed on the seventh level of Mario Brothers. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> this big ass mushroom. I don't know what was going on. And the song was just such a letdown. It felt like fucking J. Cole was going to come in and rap over it. Because the song was just such a like, like it started off with like, you know, her rapping kind of hard on some other song. And then it cut to this soft song with her. It was just not yeah, good. And, and, the, and the thing about Nicki Minaj is that. She need to keep it real. You don't rap no more. Mm-hmm. Like, like she might rap on other people's shit, but on her stuff that she puts out, she don't really rap. Yeah, and then it ends with her like this. This song, this particular song, it ended with her like laying down and going to sleep, and then the, the fading to black. And I was like, that's what you want to do to represent yourself at a award show? That song. Not, not, do you not, not have any like rap or you know something that I'm, like people are like oh my god thank goodness you no, know her whole album sounds like that yeah. like her album has no rapping in it yeah so um uh but yet she's will tell you though that she's a rap artist so they uh had uh they have my man uh oh they mentioned that robin thick would be performing and i was like he better cry tonight 
because <laughs> there's no way i'm buying this album if he don't cry i need real tears too not no fake ass half crying uh, i want him to come out in full domestic violence face like he did in this video a woman rubbing him down yeah and, and i was sitting there and i was like uh do i feel the mist mm-hmm. wait a minute that's robin thick tears for paulo yep uh but they, he didn't he, he didn't perform right away first they introduced a couple brothers that had apparently um had been helping out the community you know they always do the spotlight on the community doing mm-hmm. some more show um and one of them was like from chicago and he helped out he saw that the male african-american graduation rate was really low mm-hmm. so he started a program to help people graduate and go to college and i was like but what about the women african-american graduates in chicago uh that's what black twitter would have said and uh only professor lch got that joke so <laughs> shout out to her she knows what i'm talking about somebody was thinking it by the way um rock was feeling time and he was so good at it um so you know that was cool um that dude uh august alcina performed and uh yeah man it's it, it was just that moment it was that moment where you just go i'm old it was like no appeal to that dude. He could actually sing, which is kind of refreshing, but th- the music was just so. Was was that the dude that looked like the young girl debauch? No, no, no. He wasn't light skinned. No, this is the dude that had the hair that was. He won the award where he said, "I almost cried." Oh, with the spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm old and out of touch. I know I am. So I, I've, I've just um, came to the conclusion that I'm, and I'm, I'm content with that. Well, he could actually sing. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it just wasn't for me. And then uh him and like I think Trey Songs and some other dude, they all like sang together, which was kinda cool to see like young black men working together artistically like that. Uh and I had nothing bad to say about them. Like Me either. I don't listen to any of their music like that, but I was like, That's actually a good look, man. I'm glad they work together. Me either. Was they the one that had the circus dole behind them and that uh, one? Trey Songs had the strippers on the platform. With flipping around, I hadn't seen that many women in the air since I watched Sucker Punch. <laughs> and it looked like the strip club was on a, a kids' playground set. Yeah, and then he ended it by singing to a stripper's vagina, and then they straight inside her vagina. Yeah, I thought he was like getting an echo in the mic from the vagina because uh, he was close. Uh, and then uh, they had glow- like he was like my check, my my, <laughs> my check. Then they had glow sticks as lightsabers. Um, uh, so uh. Idris Elba's going to be in a new movie. It's called No Good Deed. And you know what? Like you said before, equal opportunity. I probably will not watch this, but white women been playing this shit for years. That role, that helpless woman in the house, somebody come by, all of a sudden you fighting your way. White women have played that role for years. Yeah, apparently. So equal opportunity. He's an escaped convict that shows up to a single mother's home and... It goes from, uh, you know, uh, the sexy Idris Elba showing up to now, now he's just like a convicted felon and he's got them trapped in the house. And mm-hmm. I was like, basically, it's Columbus short the movie. Yes. So, uh, that was good. <laughs> uh, Chris did say so, uh, funny when he said that, uh, Columbus short fucked up his money like Isaiah, the Isaiah, it should have got the Isaiah Washington award. Uh, cause he fucked up his money too. He's like, Shanda, yes. Shonda know how to pick him. Uh, but yes. Idris trying to get all that felon bay money is what I think is happening. Of course. 
He saw what's up with the criminals and the mug shots and Twitter. He said, look, man, I'm going to go do a criminal film and get some women like these bad boys, apparently. Uh, so <laughs> Leonard Brothers said, Idris is a bad guy, huh? Ladies, are y'all ready for that? And Shannon is, <laughs> Shannon is badass said, ready for the means and think pieces. Right, because that's exactly what you can really get. Yeah, that's a scene where they're in the shower and he's throwing water at her and like looking at her menacingly. And I was like, if there's a sexual assault in this movie, Twitter's going to explode. Idris Elba playing a rapist. Like they better find a way out of that one without right. that being a sexual assault because it's going to be so much. It's going to be so many blogs. Right, because women adore him. Yeah. Lionel Richie got the uh, award for, like, Lifetime Achievement. Um, and they played, like, some songs of his. Uh, they didn't play uh, Dancing on the Ceiling or right. Zoom. Which which is or, what? Look. I don't even think they played. Did they play Hello? I can't remember Mm-mm. John Legend did Hello. but um, I think he may have. And, and the, the, the thing about this uh, tribute last year was a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I love Legacy. Legacy is wonderful live. You mean the official tribute artist of the award show? Yeah. Yeah, because she never performs her own shit. And Legacy, I don't know if y'all have ever seen her. She can put on a hell of a show. We went to, uh, me and Roderick's mama and one of his aunts went to go see her a few years ago. She brought the house down, but they never, ever let her sing her own shit. And the thing about, um, let us see is that the choice of song they gave her mm-hmm. did not fit her voice. Like, like you literally need something to fit your voice. And, and the thing is the choice of song that they gave, um, uh, John legend fit his voice better than his own shit. Yeah. It was perfect. Hello. Right. was perfect it for was, him. It was, in, it was in his pitch. I was yeah. like, this sounds great. I was like, that shit that you be trying to sing be off key. And it sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, and then I think like Yolanda Adams, did uh what was it jesus love or something mm-hmm. like that and yeah. uh she murdered the fuck out of that shit she sunk her ass off yeah um uh so that was cool man um we are the world they brought that up um and then, like the tribute video they were talking about he was part of that but i think people forget and they look back on it finally but we are the world was only cool the first five times you heard it then the next seven thousand, it was fucking excruciating. True. Maybe everybody's dead that listen that I don't know. Maybe nobody remembers now, but I remember when that shit came out and it was like, oh, this is so good. They played it to death. And it, but the problem was it had so many artists on it that it crossed over to every single type of radio station. Right. And they would play it like once every five fucking songs, and it was long as shit. Oh, it was a very long song. And one thing that I guess is most unique about that particular uh collection is that a that will never happen again ever because you will not get that many artists from from all these different places and all these different um contracts and all this shit to even agree to work together like that yeah um and so that would make it unique and a lot of the a lot of them are icons like and i think that's why people uh like you said at the time it drove you nuts but that's why a lot of people cherish that particular song yeah, i fucking like, hate die. i hate that song I absolutely hate it. When I hear, <laughs> if I was in a place and it came on, I would be like, turn this shit off. Or I'm leaving. Like, I hate it that much. They only played like two two seconds of it, and I was like, ah! Oh, there's a choice in making. Turn this shit off! They did play it to death. Oh, yeah. man. I had it. I, that's the song they play in hell. I'm sure of it. 
black people do love Lionel Richie, and that mm-hmm. was cool. But the thing is, white folks love Lionel Richie. Yes, they do. So it was like kind of an awkward, like, yeah, I guess he deserves this, but you know, white people would have gave him this award three years ago because you know they love that nigga. Um, so uh, you know, I appreciated John Legend doing it. That was dope. Um, Lettucey lost some weight, and she had them gams that go on. For days like a summer breeze. Yes, she does. Honey, she is built. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm like, don't ever wear no pants. Put them gams on display. Ah. Maybe, maybe they'll let you sing your own songs next year. Right. Um, <laughs> wow, you know, uh, that hello, I always think about that hello video. Him stalking that blind woman. It's creepy. And buying her a TV. What? That she can't see. Yeah. Should have bought her a radio, right? Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no dancing on the ceiling, no Zoom. Which, which, we did get an all night long. Yes. Which but, reminds me of, uh, Africa. So that was cool. I, I enjoyed that a lot. And, uh, Chris Rock even made a joke like, my mama stayed up and you didn't even perform the song, nigga. Mm hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. Chris Rock brought up the songs that they didn't perform. That was dope. Um, and, uh, Lionel Richie, once he got his award, Buster Rhymes hugged him too. And I think that was a stipulation tonight. Uh, Buster Rhymes had to hug everybody. He gave oh. a, sh- oh, go ahead. Good. Oh, and, um, doing the, doing the, uh, course of the, uh, awards show, uh, Miss Erica Badu decided to, uh, uh, grace her, grace us with her presence of her, uh, watching the awards. Yeah, that yeah, pic- I was gonna get to that. I actually had that picture somewhere. Oh, so, uh, I'll get to it in a second. Um, yeah, uh, um, now I'm forgetting who was the, uh, who was the gospel woman that sang? Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams was so good. Uh, uh, Eljoy tweeted, somebody need to do an altar call after this. <laughs> the doors of the church are open. Cause she was saying the shit out of that. And Lionel Richie was even like, she sang that so good. Like even I, you know, I'm glad I sang it first. Right. Which I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you better be glad you did. You gave a shout out to Barry Gordon, boy, Barry Gordy, who is the creator of the greatest movie of all time, The Last Dragon. I love that movie. Uh, so I'm, I'm absolutely in for him. Um, oh, and, uh, one thing about, uh, listening to Lionel Richie is that, uh, because a lot of my family members are like, old old and they grew up with the commodores and you know all the groups that he was a part of and stuff like that uh they forced me you know you look here you don't you you could give a fuck you like if if it wouldn't crisscrosses and shit like that you know i could care about it but because they set my ass down and maybe listen to this music i learned how to appreciate Lionel richie but honestly if it went for that i probably wouldn't care I know that might sound weird, but it made me think about a lot of my, them going through this, something made me think about a lot of my family members. Uh, Stevie J was at the awards. Yes, he was with that face. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that was about. <laughs> he was just there. I don't know if that's going to be part of something else or what. Um. Oh, oh, you know she'll be covering him at the BET Awards. That'll be on next season. Mm-hmm. By the way, they keep showing a preview for this Let's Be Cop movie. That is the worst premise ever. Right. Because no nigga would dress up as a fucking cop. Every time I see it, I'm like, Damien, no. Damien Wayne would be like, this is the dumbest fucking idea. Um, you can do it, white boy. 
but not um us not me like we'll get caught immediately right because believe you me they know all the niggas on the force yeah um i put erica badu's thirst trap i'm not at the show so i need this attention she apparently was watching uh watching the awards and some leggings and i said erica played too damn much (laughs) trying to watch the damn show um and they said after the after party they were gonna air some gospel stuff and i was like that what who's gonna stay up that late to watch jesus it was like 1 a.m our time i was long gone 1 2 a.m our time because you got to remember for the east coast it it was it wasn't that late but for us it it was past bedtime that's that's like the after that's the after you go to the club guilt trip that's what that is that and the church folks that y'all trying to get to watch this they've been going to bed yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's for the people that come home from the club. Okay. And then they put it on BET by habit. And then it's like, Jesus will talk to you now. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, they weren't trying to hear I that. I do need to get up early and go to work, go to church. The, the, them folks clocked out after Yolanda Adams sang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris Rock also said, uh, Tia, uh, Tia, um, I don't, I forget her last name, but the sister from Tia Tamara, Tia, 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 mm-hmm. sister, sister, you know her. He said she should win best light skin performance in a lifetime movie. Yeah. Oh man. He said that how you not gonna play Zoom? He was so good, man. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a higher it's a high wire act to have to perform during this period of time because this is when like they're trying to set up the stage, so it's taking a couple extra minutes right. and they're telling him to stretch material and come up with something and he was very good at it, man. So Yes, he he was very good. And I know you was talking about that joke. It was called the uh nigga you fucked up a good job award. That's what yeah, he called it. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm sorry, but Iggy Azalea doesn't do anything for me. Me either. Like Lisa Ann is my fake booty white woman of choice. If I'm going to be going for fake booty white women, it won't be Iggy Azalea. I don't get it. Uh, and this, now I've heard about her from various people. I've never had heard her rap. I never had seen her. This is the first time I've seen her. I just heard people talk about her. And, you know, she got a booty, but it was like, as far as her rapping goes, it was not good at all. Her to butt me. is fake for one. And oh. I mean, that's a thing for me. You know what I mean? It oh, it ain't real? No, it's not real. I mean, Nicki Minaj's ass isn't real. That's true. It's not real. But, um, I mean, I can I guess mine is, so I, you know, I'm sorry. Well, you spot enough, you know, you watch enough pornography, you start spotting these things. It's very easy to okay, see. Okay, I need to step my game up. My bad. But her, yeah, her ass is not real. She's not really rapping. And it felt like she was doing an impression, impression of a black person. Like she's yes. from Australia. You know what I mean? She don't talk like that. This is, this is her, this is what a hood person would sound like voice, you know? And, um, it it was a bad look for her and Ti for performing with her and mm-hmm. all. That. I guess he's still making money off of her. Like this, I don't he know is, if he signed her, but it's just fucking a lot of pathetic. People, a lot of people love her because how the day was down there going along with her. So people rock her music, but I was like, I don't see it. And if this is the Grammy, she would have got to perform by herself, and she would have won an award. Yes, I'm glad she, she didn't have. win shit because fuck her. You know what I mean? Like it's that culture vulture shit. Like, you don't really have any respect for what you're doing up there. Um, and you're, you know, you're just a fake ass person. And, you know, it's the same reason that, uh, it, you know, I don't fuck with a lot of artists, but, you know, like her is almost even more egregious because you don't come from this and you're just, you're doing your best to imitate us, but you're not actually, you know, down. So 
anyway um chadwick boseman showed up to talk about his new james brown movie and uh this is at the young money war won an award and they celebrated and of course lil wayne and crew knocked the mic down on their way off the stage and you know the good part of this was chadwick was such a fucking professional about it he just like laughed it off and was like okay but yeah they broke the damn mic not knowing how to act then they showed the james brown trailer which i would be more excited for if i couldn't understand a word he said now i know that that doesn't make sense guys but that's just me i'll probably still go see the movie but I would have been 10 times more excited for a James Brown trailer that needed subtitles. Because I'd be like, oh, now this motherfucker got it to the road. Because I could never understand what the fuck James Brown was talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jill Scott going to be in the James Brown movie being seductive and shit, though. So I'll be there. Yeah, and um, what's the call from True Blood going to be in it? Who? Lafayette. Lafayette. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't watch True Blood. But I know who Lafayette is. All right. Um... Eve uh, is going to be in a Sisterhood of Hip Hop show. And uh, I guess she's going to tell all the other sisters in hip hop trying to make it that you need to marry a billionaire. So mm. just uh, do that and you'll be fine. Oh, I found a picture of uh, Kiki Palmer and her futuristic outfit. I don't know how to post it. Uh, put it in the chat. I'll do it. Or put it in the viewer suggestions. I'll do it for you. Um, you know, it's funny, though. They had a, a preview. They had a preview for something called The Book of Negroes, which is really serious stories about slavery um and i was like isn't he already doing a reality show about kim kardashian's dating life up top but no seriously <laughs> uh, i saw people shitting on it and i was like why because don't you want these stories told you guys are so positive all the fucking time right like you guys should all want to uh you know to see our story is told. That's what you normally say. And then they don't want to see it. Yeah. And then it's like BT does. It's like, Oh, slavery. Really? More of this. It looks interesting. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I, I just thought it was very surprising to see people, you know, trying hard to, uh, you know, to go at, um, to go at the, the, the show for, you know, the channel for, for promoting that. Right. Um, I'm putting the picture in the chat, um, of the dress Kiki was wearing. Now they've, made it look like the white ranger for the power rangers now i don't know if i agree with that like it wasn't it was more star trekian like Mm -hmm. like a like she should have had green skin and captain kirk should have been trying to knock that off you know Ah, dust that off yeah that's that's that that's the image i got from it but um yeah it was you know that was just a very interesting uh concept though um with the uh the book of negroes um and how people felt about it uh so bow wow comes up to present an award and apparently he no longer goes by bow wow he wants to be called shad moss who the hell is that that's his name this is government name oh lord (laughs) because you said i'm looking at you like who the hell is that yeah bow wow's real i mean you didn't think did you think his government name was bow wow shit for all i knew that he was bow wow you you, he's one of them negroes that you don't never learn his real name you just know him as bow wow because you anybody ever come and ask you something but i don't know his name is bow wow dog i can't tell you his government name i liked his fake ass uh like that because you know they have these scripted cards they read uh to present the awards and uh, so the woman was like 
So I'm here with so-and-so and Shad Mouse, no longer Bow Wow. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, you got jokes. You got jokes. You know he made them put that in. Right. You know he, if they would have said, we're not going to put this line in, he would have been like, no, people need to know that I'm no longer Bow Wow. And then I'm going to pretend like, oh, no, it's not that big a deal. I mean, just call me. You know, whatever, but make sure you call me Shad Moss. Don't call me Bow Wow. Bow Wow. I never remember remember that name. Yeah, so that shit was whack. Uh, Then they had some uh, 90s groups come out. Now, I enjoyed this part. Yeah, because first, uh, after uh, August, Alcina performed. Chris Rock called him the Black Sideshow Bob. Oh. And then then the 90s groups came out. Troop came out looking like a platoon. I thought them niggas was dead. I was like, what the? people from yeah well you can still catch them live at their uh, Kro- uh kroger grocery chain store tour so make sure you guys <laughs> hit up your local kroger <laughs> the pig and the wiggly color me bad came on after them yes they did looking like they all work at enterprise with them good paying jobs they got four one ks uh this is my favorite thing because all the old people in the crowd was jamming snoop was jamming yeah because that's kind of our range of music silk came in yes they did did that shit uh so it was cool i man. thought let me see did they miss anybody i think you named the one more group that i was surprised they didn't bring out uh well i heard that h-town had like the lead singer die um like so okay so that's why they didn't bring them out yeah it was like i wanted to see shy come out that yeah but uh they didn't come out you know no boys and men but it was a cool little throwback moment they all did like one verse of their song and now they can go back to uh their office cubicle jobs tomorrow and of course go back to the accounting department mm-hmm. uh so uh the <laughs> the there was also um uh a game preview where chris rock pretended to be like a new character on the show the game which is about like at the football players and all this shit it's like a soap opera type show. That was hilarious. He said, I'm going to be kicking balls like Solange. That was hilarious. Um, and here's like the part that gets a little bit, you know, it always gets to me every year because maybe I just don't have the disdain for these people that other people have. But, you know, Deborah Lee got up there and, um, you know, spreading a little positivity in the mix. She always makes sure that there's something positive at every award show. Yeah, she not at, she does. And I actually have no ill will towards Deborah Lee. I think she has a thankless job to run BET. Right. You know, like she always makes sure you get some positivity slid on there. I remember her initial act taking over was being like, we're taking BET uncut off and, some of this misogyny in these rap videos is coming out. Some of these guns, the shit is coming out. We, we're not going to promote this shit on our network. And this is the stuff that people claim they wanted, but somehow she's the bad guy. I just, I don't get it. Like they want be everything from BET and they want BET to be a certain type of way all the time. They don't want all it to the represent time. the cornucopia of blackness, the full spectrum of all the, the culture. They just want it to be mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they want every fucking minute of, the, of of every day to be Teen Summit, no matter how much money Teen Summit loses. And no matter nice. how few people tune in to watch Teen Summit, they need every moment to be that or else people will flip the fuck out on her. And, I, you know, I think uh, a lot of it is funny because... 
I think she gets a lot of shit because she's the CEO of a network and she's a black female and it's a black network. Right. She's like a punching bag, you know, like there's no respect for her. Because she made a lot of change. Didn't she cancel Tabitha Smiley's show? Didn't he have a show on that network? Yeah. But the thing is, the show, if the show's not making money, yeah. It's a fucking business. Right. This that's, isn't PBS. That's the way she's looking at it. She's like, you're not profitable. You don't have enough viewers. You got to go. And what comes on, you know what's on BET? What they think you'll watch. Yes. They think you'll watch the Sunday gospel shit. And they think you'll watch Being Mary Jane. And, that, and they think you'll watch the Real Husbands of Hollywood. And that's probably gets their highest ratings. And they know what you won't watch. If you won't watch uh, Don't Sleep with TJ Holmes. No, you you won't not. watch that. It's very it's very odd to me to see her get so much fucking slack. Like maybe I'm just that fucking ignorant. But every time I see the reasons that people have for disliking her and what the network is, it's always these very emotional, like nonsensical reasons. You know, like if, if I'm like, well, the, like somebody tell me like what positive programming have they had in the last five years? You know what I did? I wikied the shit. I found a list. It was like five or six things. I mean, I didn't even go. I think I might have made it to the B's, like not even the full alphabet on wiki. And I was like, this show, this show, and this show, they were all positive. Well, well, I, don't, well I don't believe in those ratings anyway. I don't believe in the Nielsen rating. I was like, well, why would you cancel a show that does make money? Right. It doesn't even fucking make sense. Like y'all hate, like y'all hate being, y'all hate black shit that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, and that's a true statement. Yeah, I, I, I really think for uh, uh, that not now there are some legitimate issues and problems and things like that. But this like BET net is a network, MTV is network, all these other shits network. They cancel motherfucking shows all the goddamn time, and a lot of you be like, "Ooh, I don't watch that shit." Same thing with with BET. They have to make decisions based off of ratings. Your niggas don't watch, and then you complain about the shit you don't watch. I don't understand this. Yeah. So, um, Merrily uh, Evers Williams came out. She was the spouse of Megar Evers, who was shot in front of her, uh, in front of their house, uh, while the man who killed him bragged about it for decades and shit. Um she came up there and was talking about uh she was i think she may have even been introduced by i think she was introduced by deborah lee and she came up there and gave a nice speech and i was thinking to myself like um i bet you can't step to her complaining about no damn hashtags you better not she probably snatch your whole soul you try some damn i'm a hashtag activist on twitter what my husband was shot in front of me right Get I your sp- ass on the streets and I do some work. I spent years protesting, being denied. <laughs> right. I, I've seen real racism. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Felicia Richard, uh, fine ass, was there too. Oh, she is beautiful. And you know what? The older she gets, the prettier she gets. That is a gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. She can still get it, man. And I'm like, that's you know that's bad. You can't even have, as your you as her grandkid, you still can't invite your friends over. You better not. And that outfit she had on was marvelous. Mm-hmm. Somebody once told they were trying to shade her. They was like, you know, Felicia, she got she got a drink a drinking problem. And I said, so it's, you think it's a chance she might make a bad decision like sleeping with me? Cause uh, <laughs> that's okay with me. 
uh i could have watched that talk for the rest of the night like honestly she stopped talking and i time traveled i was like why why is therese on the stage uh although it was kind of some weird juxtaposition because they were trying to do a tribute for like bobby womack i believe Mm -hmm. but it was like literally four minutes after mrs uh ever elvis williams got off the stage and the song that they chose was if you think you're lonely now i was like which i did understand that 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 song right there like that was a bad choice of transitional songs yeah i was like at least they cut them off you know what i mean like at least they didn't let them go the whole time because i was not a fan of that part but um let me see if i could i actually got a picture of felicia richard i'm gonna put in the chat this yes morning, guys. and her voice oh just just this just just to sit there and just listen to her speak you're like wow her voice is so I don't know, mesmerizing. It's one of those things where you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. She fine. She is. She's gorgeous. Robin Thicke performed, and um, this nigga fake cried. Nope, not a fan. Nope. I'm still on the fence about this album. I got to listen to it before I decide we're doing any level of Simpin' Sunday, Saturday with this, because um not too sure. I'm not sold on it yet. Need to hear the... This nigga was like, bear. he tried to do a sniff and lean down. I was like, nigga, you're not crying. If you want to sell this album, I need real tears. Yes, but I, 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 I like to give a shout out to my wife, Paula. Yeah, this nigga. God, I hate him. <laughs> I said, I said, you, I said, uh, you know, Paula looked at that shit, rolled her eyes, and changed the channel because you know she ain't deaf. Mm hmm. Uh, I love the joke Chris Rock made after that performance. He's singing like she don't know him right he said yeah it's not like that one song that one song sounds so much like marvin Gaye. i thought his daddy was gonna shoot him <laughs> fuck man chris was killing he it. had the jokes it's like the later it got the harder the jokes landed right yep um but yeah last year he was twerking with molly now he sure was him. now look at him uh Nicki minaj won the last award of the night which i don't know why they picked the last award to give to her you know what i mean like nor like it felt like a setup almost because uh I, why would you end the last award with best female artists last year was like near the beginning of the show because i remember being like who the fuck are these women that and normally don't they do like best group of music video like it's not best female artists they normally don't end with that yeah she got a fine ass up there on stage and gave this speech you guys this is always very very emotional for me because this is my fifth year winning this award and thank you thank you i don't take it for granted i really don't i thank god that i've been placed in a position to do something and represent women in a a culture that is so male driven and I want you to know this. I'm working on an album it's called The Pink Print. It's coming out before the year ends. But that's not a plug, but it's a plug. But my point is, what I want the world to know about Nicki Minaj is when you hear Nicki Minaj spit, Nicki Minaj wrote it. And everybody... And the crowd was like, oh, shit, she talking about Iggy Azalea. Oh, shade. Mm-hmm. Shade everywhere. Then she did this, like, booty pop-out pose like Iggy, and everybody went even more crazy. 
I used to sit in the studio with Wayne and I would I would literally take sometimes three, four days to write a verse. And one day he was like, no, you can't be taking all them days to write no verse. You got to write your verse right here in the studio. And that's why I love him to this day, because it pushed me to push my pen. And I'm still one of the only MCs that's out here spitting metaphors and making you think. And I really don't even care if I get my credit or if I don't. I don't look at myself as a female rapper because I know what I do. Now, this is about the part where I was like. Nicki Minaj is crazy. Mm-hmm. Cause the crazy you can't only hide crazy for so long, and I think it's about a minute in where you're like, this speech should have been wrapped up. Right. I mean, the this thing, you can make an argument like that's just promotional. She got an album coming out, her sales ain't been the greatest, and you know this is gonna help her like you know solidify you know her spot at the top. Of course, always. We can only have one woman at the top of rap at any point in time. For some weird reason. Yeah, it's the Highlander uh, position. If you, you have to be for number two. There's no possible way. As many men could be up there as they want to, but there's only one female, right? Yeah, right. So, um, it was just funny because, um, this is the part where I was like, it doesn't matter how fine a woman is, but I felt like Nicki Minaj walked in my front door while I was playing my Xbox and started telling me about her day yeah. until I had to pause my Xbox. Oh Lord. And Iggy Azalea is that bitch at her job. Like that is who Iggy is the bitch at work and everybody collectively is like, uh, you fine, but you are fucking up the flow right now. I don't care about your problems Mm-mm, or your issues, but I got to stop and listen. And I thank my fans because they, This is big. This is different. I want to thank my G. Roberson, my whole management team. G, I love you. You are my partner in crime. I love you. My whole team, Little Wayne, Baby Slim, Rochelle, uh, Lorianne Gibson, everybody, my whole team. Mac, I love you so much. Young Money, Cash Money, everybody at Universal Records who supports me. Um, Glam, T, I, I don't even remember, but I just want to say that. The- like, that's where you get out. Thank you, everybody. This is really about the fans. Bye. Mm-hmm. And she kept going. The other day, literally, I didn't tell anybody this. I really thought I was about to die. Like, I was saying my prayers to die. And, and t- What? Where did this come from? Out of the blue. Out of the blue. Like, this is like that moment where you're just like, oh, I'm talking to a crazy person. Like, this is like the kind of conversation you have with someone who's pretty and you don't know they're crazy. And you just like, oh, you so pretty in your mind. And they keep talking to you like, and you pretty damn crazy too. Right. Like this conversation should have, I'm now trapped in the crazy vortex with you. And I didn't even want to call the ambulance because I thought, well, if I call the ambulance, it's going to be on TMZ. (laughs) And I would rather sit there and die. And it made me realize I don't care anymore what anybody got to say. I'm going to do me. I'm a- that feels like something you say on Jerry Springer. Jerry. I don't Jerry, even know Jerry. why. What is everybody cheering for? Do they know? 
No. They just, just like, oh, talking. yeah, girl. That's you said some. pop your ass. Right. And she would just, like, and I just realized that, uh, I just got to be myself. Oh, shit. No, she didn't. Mm, yes. Be yourself. And also, uh, I realized that you should look both ways before you cross the street. Come on. To me, and I hope and pray, I hope and pray that BET continues to honor authenticity. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Steven, I love you. It is what it is. Young money till the death of me. She's insane. Yep. Nicki Minaj. Also, I seem to be the only one to care that she mentioned something about almost dying. I was like, do we know why? Is it she on drugs? Is she having a panic attack? Was she thinking about committing suicide? Does nobody care? Everybody glossed right on across that shit. Were we all just thinking, shut the fuck up, and that's why? Everybody missed it. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it was, it really, nobody gave a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy. Um, then they did a fake ass, uh, Beyonce and Jay Z, um, thing, like Karen said. Yeah, and niggas was mad. Mm-hmm. It was like, y'all been promising me Jay Z and Beyonce was going, oh, they was hot. And I was like, um, they would probably lose money going to the BET Wars. They probably were doing the show while the BET Wars was on. Yeah. But, overseas somewhere do you really i was like do y'all really think they was gonna show up and i appreciate it because i ain't got a thousand dollars for the ticket so i that's the closest as my black ass gonna get to it so i appreciate the free show yeah robin thick um tweeted afterwards a picture of him and paula i guess it was the album cover or something and it was hashtag forever love at this point, it's just marketing the album, right? Like, there's no way that he's really doing this, expecting them to get back together. Hmm. Right? That can't be possible. I mean, who the fuck's going to get back with him tripping like this? Well, uh, it's funny, though. Uh, if you look at that tweet, a lot of people went, oh, a lot of people think that what he's doing is sweet and nice, so. Maybe it will work. And it's honestly a personal thing. So maybe the shit is working on Paula Patton and we just don't know. Or maybe she don't give a fuck, but we don't know. A lot of people are painting her as a victim. And only time will tell. You know, I'm like, she does have agency. She does have money. If she wants to go press charges or pull that Dwight Howard, like civil, civil suit shit where it's like, uh, hey, um, keep my name out of your business. Don't try to profit off of me. Uh, she could probably do that if she wanted, you yeah, know. She can because so, it's stalkerish,ious. Right, so maybe she don't give a fuck. Maybe she likes seeing her twisting and win and beg. I don't know. Um, did any white people win any awards last night, Karen? No, the answer is no. <laughs> I think three were nominated. None of them won shit. I had to think about that. I was like, no. Yep, white people didn't win shit tonight. Everybody was acting our word before the show started. They gonna give a, a ESL award, Chinga shit. Everybody okay now? They gave Nikki a fifth award rather than give Iggy anything. <laughs> right. Oh man. So I, I think someone even said Macklemore would win something. He didn't win shit. Um, was he even nominated? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you know what? Then Big Iggy will probably clean up. She'll probably get a lot of shit at the MTV Awards. But that's why I fuck with BET. Right. I don't like the MTV Awards. 
this is funnier and better right a lot of times mtv wants to be so goddamn boring yep so anyway that was bt awards um let's go ahead uh oh and of course uh a pre-bt awards party uh for a man got killed four people got hurt during a shooting at a hollywood restaurant and there was a shooting at an after party so bt awards Ah! um you know take the good with the bad Shooting before and shooting after. I'm pretty sure shooting's after a lot of wars, but they don't never make the TV. The Supreme Court sided with Hobby Lobby. So uh, if you have like a really religious employer, they do not have to provide birth control for their female employees. Uh, they can refuse to pay for certain forms of contraceptives, uh, contraception that they find morally repugnant. But the decision anticipates some of the arguments against letting employees make these decisions. Uh, no, it doesn't mean employers can suddenly declare that they have religious objections to vaccines, blood transfusions, or even paying taxes, the court says. And women who work for these employers don't necessarily have to pay for birth control themselves. The federal government can do it, the ruling says. So basically, you can just opt into the federal, the Affordable Care Act, you know, as opposed to, um, your, your job insurance, uh, which is, you know, maybe it's a little bit, like that is what that's there for the safety net of hey obamacare cheaper than probably your regular insurance and also will cover more you know what i mean so i guess they're saying as long as you have that option then you know your employer doesn't have to provide you for this with this now i think this will be a competitive disadvantage for a lot of companies but we'll see what happens you know like are you going to get the best employees anymore? No. Because I wouldn't work there. If it's right. like, you know, if I'm a woman and I care about my body at all, it's like, I don't want to work for the company that goes, we don't want you to not have babies. You know, I guarantee this company doesn't like when women go on maternity leave and shit, but they, you know, they probably, you know, uh, hate it when you're like, Hey, I'm pregnant. I need a, I need some time off, but they fucking love making you have that baby. Yeah, uh, I was, think I was in the car or something like that. And the more and more I heard about it, the angrier and the angrier and the angrier and the angrier I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is one of those things that just infuriates me. Uh, for the simple fact that, uh, me as a woman, when I come and apply for a job, now I have to ask you, what is your health care plan is before you hire me? Do you cover birth control? Mm-hmm. I need to ask you that up front because that will dictate if I take this job or not. Yeah. And they're putting you in that position where right. you have to ask, you know, because you might not, you know, you might get the position and they go, uh, ha, we don't do that. And, and, and I, I think my biggest, the, the biggest issue that I have with this, you have all these rules and regulations on the employees. Don't talk about religion at work. Don't bring up religion at work. Don't conversate about religion at work. You have all these rules and regulations about religion and keep your religion out of the office place. Well, then how do you as an employer dictate what your personal religious beliefs on me? Right. I don't I don't comprehend that. Well, as long as they cover the male forms of birth control, it's fine. And and, and see, that's the problem I have. As a woman, I hate to be like this. I don't give a fuck because at the end of the day. I'm the one carrying the baby. Is is 
it's and people can say what they want to say about that. They cover vasectomies. They'll mm-hmm. cover uh, all kinds of things yeah. when it when it when it comes to males because with a vasectomy, it is a form of birth control because that no the male yeah. can no longer get you pregnant. What's the difference between that and me getting a birth control? And then they was like certain types of birth control. They the the kind that that they uh like stick them underneath your skin and the kind that they uh strap on your uterus. And the problem that I have with this is why. Is your religion, what does your religion have to do with me? Mm-hmm. You say, here's a job. If you can perform it, I will pay you. That should be the end of our transaction. And it's not a religious job. That, and, and, and that's my point, too. It's not a religious job. You're not a church. So my biggest fear is that you, I hear what they're saying, but I don't believe them because people are human and businesses are fucking money hungry. Businesses don't give a fuck about Moral beliefs and all that shit. Anything that could get them out of paying for shit, they're going to do. So all of a sudden, you're going to have all these companies is going to come up and start denying women all kinds of things. They're going to start saying everything is against their religious belief because they don't want to cover shit. And that's the problem that I have with this. It starts small and then it gets bigger. Well, you know, you know, like they were talking about the, the blood transfusion. How, how do I know that I don't go to my employer and all of a sudden they they feel like well. Hey, I don't feel like covering your hysterectomy. I don't feel like covering you having your child. I don't feel like covering anything associated with the woman. Well, I don't want to go out the deep end because they said that they addressed that already and that they can't do that. So, I mean, that's that. Like, I hate when Republicans do that, like with the slippery slope thing where, well, next you'll be able to marry a car. Like. If, if the decision says we've taken those things into account and they won't be able to do that, I'm good. Oh. That means they got to go back to the Supreme Court for that shit, right? And, and we'll see what happens there. But the Supreme Court stance as of right now is those things won't work. You know, like you can't come there and go, we're no longer paying taxes or we're no longer letting our employer employees get vaccinations. Now, someone else might bring that suit up. Okay. And maybe that we'll find out what happens then, right? But... I, I think I, I think you don't even have to go down the slippery slope to just be outraged at this. Like, right. And, this and, is outrageous. Like, you know how you could change the entire fucking outcome of this case? If it was a Muslim business, if it was like, yeah, we want to rule by the fucking the laws of Islam. Americans are so xenophobic and so anti-Muslim. They would be like, this shit better not pass the Supreme Court. We'll burn this building down. But because it's Christianity, it's like acceptable because it's our main religion here. And, and and my thing is this, and I think the biggest problem that I have with this, nobody gives a fuck about children once they are born. That's the problem I have with it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the situation the child is born in, the circumstances the child is born in, the financial strain on the person. Nobody gives a fuck about that once that child is born. It's easy to tell somebody to have a child when you don't have to deal with the, the consequences of the repercussions that happens after the child well, yeah. is here. If you start missing work because of child care issues if uh you know you need like help taking care of the kid then it's like fuck you right but right um the supreme court's decision won't change anything for people seeking insurance coverage through the new health marketplaces it also won't affect the vast majority of people who have employer-sponsored health insurances most workers are in companies that are unaffected by today's ruling public added women enrolling in coverage through a health insurance market plan marketplace retain coverage for contraception as well as other preventative health care services 
at issue is Obamacare's requirement that all virtually all health insurance policies pay for a package of essential services, which include cancer screenings and vaccines as well as birth control. The family that owns Hobby Lobby and a Christian bookstore chain sued, as did a Mennonite family who owns Conestoga, a Pennsylvania-based woodworking company. The decision says that the, the 2010 Affordable Care Act violates the 1993 law guaranteeing religious freedom, notes that, the con that Congress can defines corporations as people, and says only closely held corporations are affected, even though that includes most companies in the U.S., the owners of the businesses have religious objections to abortion, and according to their religious belief, four contraceptive methods are issues of abortifacients. I don't know what that means. An issue are abortifacients, okay? Um, Justice Samuel Alito writes in the majority opinion, if the, by the way, the three women on the, on the, on this, uh, Supreme Court, all on the losing side, so. Optics are a bunch of men telling women what to do with their bodies mm -hmm. in 2014. If the owners comply with the HHS mandate, they believe that they will be facilitating abortions. And if they do not comply, they will pay a very heavy price as much as $1.3 million per day or about $475 million per year in the case of one of the companies. Now, I don't know what they mean by they will pay a very heavy price if um, they do not comply comply oh so they don't if they decide um we're no longer going to provide uh birth control then i guess the penalty is 1.3 million a day or 475 million dollars per year so it's like you need to provide this contraception or you'll be fine um here's the thing about it to me though is i don't understand how the a judge like this can i guess it's just it's weird because people play this game with the Supreme Court and it's a game of lives, but it seems like everybody's like reading the opinions and being like a point for this person and a point against that person. And, you know, and it's like, it doesn't matter what the scoring is. It's all tragic that the decisions that do get made are often like four to five and shit. Like mm -hmm. how the fuck can we be so divided as a country? And, you know, in this antiquated, like a point of judge system, it, 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 you know, just leads to these type of decisions. Like we have that level of like backwards thinking on uh, even at the Supreme court level, you know, it's, it's kind of sad that, you know, people are thinking this way and like, what is the scientific right. explanation for why a birth control pill is a abortion? You know what I mean? Like wh where's the science to this is, you know, an egg is an abortion now. A fucking egg? If you don't do anything, if you don't have sex, you will have that egg flow out of you through menstruation. Mm -hmm. Is that an abortion too? You know what I mean? Like, how can you decide that that is a fucking abortion? Or is it just you're trying to police women from having sex? Because it's bad and it's nasty and women shouldn't want it. That's what I think it is. Just a way to control women and their sex. Yeah, yes, because the, the, the problem, another problem that I have with this is that for some reason, there are a lot of ignorant ass people out there that think birth control equals sex. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of women that get on birth control to make their periods flow lighter. There are a lot of women that get on birth control for hormone balance. There are a lot of women that get on birth control for a lot of other reasons other than uh, to prevent pregnancy. And now 
And not only is it going to be an issue for the for the employer and employee, it's going to be an issue for doctors. A lot of doctors are highly upset because they say now, whenever my patient comes to me and I suggest something, they're going to go with, no, we can't do that because my insurance will not cover this shit, mm-hmm. which causes all kinds of issues. And that means the woman cannot get the best health care now because her employer decides this is something that they don't want to cover and my thing is this if you are an employer and you are not a religious facility i i don't think you should be able to opt into this i think everybody should have to do it regardless because i don't care about your religious belief when it comes down to it if 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 um i work for you i should be able to get birth control i can you can get anything else and it's not a problem Mm-hmm. regardless of your religious belief of, uh, or anything like that. And the biggest way to solve this problem is they'll never do national health care because who gives a fuck then? You pick your own shit, but nobody wants to do that. Alito notes that the Obama White House provided an out for nonprofit religious corporations instead of paying for birth control themselves. An outside insurance company can do it. Alito asked, why can't this apply to the for-profit employers too? In fact, why can't the federal government just pay? The most straightforward way of doing this would be for the government to assume the cost of providing the four contraceptives at issue to any woman, any women who are unable to obtain them under their health insurance policies due to their employer religious objection, he writes. And see, this is because he's like a, a conservative, and I think they want this shit to fail. But it's going to be funny I think they're going to fuck around and legislate us into the single payer system by just being so obstinate about trying to make sure that this system doesn't work. Cause that's what other countries have, you know, like the government just pays for everything. Fuck it. No more for profit medicine. You know, <laughs> like if someone needs there to, to live, like the government's going to help you live, you know? And, and my thing is this, it's funny how, they're making decisions and they're making conclusions on shit with the assumption that women can afford these changes. Right. And not just that, the assumption that the government will work it out. Right. Let's not sleep on that. This Congress, the most do nothing fight against everything proposal. Congress is supposed to suddenly work out something that will capture these other women who are now left in limbo because of this decision. Like they're going to suddenly like, Oh, the we'll, we'll, we'll certainly zoom that through. Mm-mm. No, that they they could give a fuck, and as soon as the ties change or whatever, uh, they'll be voting and stripping everything away from you anyway. So it's not going to matter. You know what's crazy to me? Where are Republican women on this shit? That's a wonderful. It's question. like they just fucking disappear every time something like this happens. They should be f- stepping to the lead on women's issues in their own party and being like, you're not going to police my fucking body. You know what? Some of them believe it. Like, like, but, th- th- but where are they? Name them. Oh, I don't know them. Right. But, but they interview them on the radio and shit and they be like, yeah, I'm for it. And I was like, well, well. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I thought you meant some of them, uh, disagree. No, no, no. Of course there's crazy pants that come out and go, I kind of agree with it. Yes. You. But I mean, even those people are mostly silent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't see, see yeah, okay. like Sarah Palin's so outspoken. What does she talk about birth control? What is her stance on that? You know what I mean? Like True. what? Like when is she gonna talk about this decision? Or, or like like it's just weird because I now we're gonna is Nancy Pelosi gonna come out and go? This is a great day that that women can no longer be covered. Like it just makes me so fucking mad, man. Yeah, and and, and it makes me angry because it's one of those things where 
women and sex is a no-no you know uh or, or either if you're fucking we need evidence that you're fucking we want to shame you from from having sex now if we strip away uh the possibility that you could get pregnant not not even considering how many women uh die and continue to die doing pregnancy and and delivering children like they don't really talk about that perspective of it and how many women uh, uh, die and possibly die from the side effects of birth control because I don't think people underestimate what birth control and, and just that process does to a female body. Nobody gives a fuck because at the end of the day they feel like it's a woman's issue and in our country and just in the world, women are considered to be second class citizens and so, you know, how dare we as Americans who, who uphold ourselves as being number one, the best country in the world ever we got our fucking flaws too and we don't give a goddamn about women. That's what this showed me. Uh Mark Rinzi, senior counsel for the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, said it makes clear that this is not the end of contraception for women. If the government wants to provide it, then the government can provide it. You know, all these people that are like, we need smaller government. Not in this case. Not when my company can avoid doing something. In arguing against Hobby Lobby, the Obama administration and its supporters said a ruling in favor of the companies will open the door to employers who say they have religious objections to vaccinations or even blood transfusion. Alito's decision answers this concern, saying the ruling applies only to contraception. But in a descending, de- right? <laughs> well, only applies to contraception. For well, now. yeah, now. And 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 like they're gonna challenge that. That will come right. back up. Like that's what I was saying earlier. I don't want to say the slippery slope is. Well, then obviously it will work. No, it'll come back up though. It'll come back to someone will fucking bring this to the Supreme Court. Right, and 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 they're gonna have to force them to to like you say they're gonna push it to the point where a uh um I guess a decision is gonna have to make, but they're gonna have to outlaw any situation that comes up. They can't right now. They're kind of picking and choosing, but it's one of those things where I guess as a woman and as a black woman, knowing that once rights start getting chapped away, it it doesn't stop. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if if it starts here where does it legally where does it stop you know the thing i like about this though i like when the supreme court hands down rulings even when you disagree with them because then you know exactly where this country stands on shit that's true now you don't have to you can't hide behind shit anymore mm-hmm. you, this is what people think yes it you is know? Now that's this, true this is why it matters who you elect this is who i matters who's president because they get to pick who's on the supreme court this is why that shit matters you know mm-hmm But uh, in a dissenting opinion signed by two other female justices and Justice Stephen Breyer, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg says she didn't buy that and says the majority ruling amounts to the court deciding which religious beliefs are worthy. How does the court divine which religious beliefs are worthy of accommodation and which are not? And where is the stopping point to the let government pay alternative? Suppose an employer sincerely held a religious belief and is offended by health coverage of vaccines or paying the minimum wage. And Ginsburg suggested the court's conservative majority decided that the religious objections to contraception trump laws guaranteeing a woman's right to full health care. Public health and women's rights groups were not comforted by Alito's attempts to limit the ruling's ramifications. I think it is surprising but also disturbing that we will have five male justices rule that discrimination against women is not discrimination at all, said uh, I believe this is Alice Hugh. Uh, Hogue, the president of NARA Pro-Choice America, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi and California Democrat, a California Democrat called a ruling an outrageous step against the, uh, rights of American women. Women should not be forced, 
<laughs> then it's like and uh michelle bachman said uh yay right yeah <laughs> <laughs> women should not be forced to jump through extra hoops to secure fundamental health care they need allowing employers and ceos to limit the health care available to employees is a gross violation of their workers religious rights it is not her boss's business this is a deeply troubling decision for the time for the first time, the highest court in the country has had has said that business owners can use their religious beliefs to deny their employees a benefit that they are guaranteed by law, said Lewis Melling, deputy legal director at the American Civil Liberties Union. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because oh, because and I and I guess just looking for shit over the years, the cost of your health care goes up, but they cover less shit, and you have to pay a whole hell of a lot more out of pocket very 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 few insurances cover a hundred percent on certain things and and even for your annuals i know with my job for your annuals they cover your annuals but then it's certain tests and shit they run you get a bill for that shit so it's just one of those things where and and the sad part about it the thing about hobby lobby i guarantee you most of the employees do not get enough hours to even qualify for insurance mm-hmm so you make this ruling and you're affecting people, but you're a handful of people you're even covering for insurance in the first place. So like that's the issue right there. And 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 I and I think for me it's gonna be one of those things where because companies are greedy and I don't ever get to the point where I think a company will not do anything it can not to pay for shit and not to cover shit. So, yes, this issue will continue to come up. It will continue to come up, and like you say, until we're forced to do a one-payer health plan because so many people are going to be so outraged about nothing being covered. Yep. It's ridiculous, man. We'll see what happens with it, but it's just such a – it just seems like such a horrible decision and mm-hmm. just lets you know just how little people think of women, how, um, you know, how much is – uh, illogical. You know what I mean? Like, there's no real logic to this. Mm-mm. Well, it's just the same as birth, birth control. the same as an abortion. And they don't believe in abortion. Like, it, <sighs> it's not the same. Women and sex in our country just causes people to lose their goddamn minds. You yeah. Know, it's, it's not. It's not and, and it's also like, it's religion. Like, religion can be used for a lot of bad shit and this yes. is an example of it it, right. it does away with the rational mind sometimes and you end up with people hiding behind it to promote irrational shit man yes and the fact that the highest court in the land is citing anyone's religious beliefs as like why the fuck you can't do your civic duty to your employees is is so frustrating like it should not it should never come down to that you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not dissing all christians or whatever religion you are but it, it's very frustrating when you're looking for a logical explanation to something and you get jesus you know what i mean like this is jesus uh idea we can't give you guys no birth control like it, you know what i mean like the shit not in the bible or anything it's just straight up it's a religious thing and you can't make someone that that claims it's religious reasons do what they you don't want them to you know, like, ah, oh, it's just so fucking frustrating. Anyway, yes, and 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 I think mm. and I think as a woman, the thing that really really um uh pisses me off is for the fact that if any of these tables were turned and this the and it was men, this shit would have got passed with no reason. And that's why a lot of women be highly upset and be like, well, if it was you, it wouldn't be an issue. But because it's a woman, nobody gives a fuck. 
yeah religion doesn't even fucking go after men like that normally nope you know what i mean like normally the man is the one that is justified to do whatever the fuck we want to do so hey you get to uh be the leader of your household you get to wear the pants in the family and mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah. like we it, it, you know religion basically like pumps the male ego yeah and and so and, there's no repercussions on us like you would think that it would be just as fucking wrong to jack off or just as wrong to wear a condom but we'll never see anyone touch any legislation talking about men can't go buy condoms Mm-mm. ever ever right so it's it's just illogical man it's frustrating because like five people on our these are supposed to be the people who think in our country and make tough decisions. Five of these nine people are like, yeah, dog, um, I'm siding with this stupid shit. Fuck, fuck a, fuck a thinking. Ah. And using my brain. Ah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, let's no, play our games. No, I'm, I'm good. I, <laughs> I wanted to talk about that, but yeah, that, that, that was a topic that really just got my mind just to ticket and thinking and shit like that. And it's, and it's just, and it's, because of the religion it is you know what i'm i guarantee you if it was a muslim person giving a this is what allah would they'd be like get the fuck out of here dude the fuck is wrong with this guy oh 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 oh, you coming to our country trying to promote your shit get the fuck out you can't tell us what to do with our women but it's because it's christian it's like oh yeah you can police the women no problem that and the simple fact that like you said muslim let's say they were saying we will we want all our women to come to work dressed in burqa we don't burqas we don't care what you are or we want you to do right. certain traditions and pray five times a day they will run them the fuck out of here. right y'all well what about their religious freedom to not wear that shit then all of a sudden women would have rights again right they they pick you know it's it's because it's christian man and it's because it's america it, it's just fucking it's so stupid it's not a logical argument at all and then, and then, like you said, the parameters of, oh, we're just gonna cap it at birth control. Why? That's What's the difference? It's no difference to me. Like, it's, they're gonna use this as precedent when the vaccine shit comes up. Well, you guys said vaccine, uh, you said that birth control was, was off the limits. And let's be honest, for some women, birth control could be a life-saving, life-improving drug. Like, yes. it's, it could be something that regulates their period. It could be something that, uh, regulates, uh, you know, weight gain and, uh, all kinds of other things. Um, not to mention, you know, that whole thing about having a fucking baby you don't want. But, uh, forget about that shit. Uh, why can't we do this shit with vaccines? You already said we can do that to women. So why not just not allow anyone to have, not get vaccines? Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you don't give people vaccines, then some people, some of those people will be men. So. Right. Men, that, that's really that, men that's, still have rights. So that's probably the only reason you cannot give vaccines to women if you want to do that. But this right. appears to be for everybody, and uh, not gonna be able to do that. That's the only reason why I stop. And my biggest thing is, you have, you even have some people. It's against their religion to take medication. Yeah. So if I have, or, or some people's religions, they don't even believe in going to the doctor. They believe in praying everything away. Right. So if I get hired by somebody and I get no health coverage because they don't believe in doctors or the health care system whatsoever, so now I die right. or either I don't find out that they don't cover blood transfusion until I need a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. Like to me, where is where is the true lie? Also, I don't it's just weird because and maybe I is is a testament to the friends I've made and the people in my circles. I know people that are Christian. I know people that go to church. Right. I know people that read the Bible. 
that. I never run into these nuts that are just like fucking, hey, uh, you know what I don't believe in? Women being able to take birth control. I, and, I, I, and I want to decide for them. And I know, <laughs> and I know Christians, women that I say sanctified, five baptized, it will take birth control. Right. They use condoms and they marry. Like, that's not even in the fucking Bible. What? Where is this coming from? Ah, right. Sorry. Sorry. That's, that's what I'm saying. Cause it's, it's so many people out there that are Christian that do not think like this. <sighs> Let's move on to another depressing segment. <laughs> just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. The game that we hate to play, especially after stories about the Supreme Court fucking up. So, uh. Hey, fucking with women. We need our own music fuck of the women because you've been hitting the No, because we'll never get out of that segment and it'll take forever. Um, we'll never get out of that segment. Anyway, zero to a hundred. Interval to 25. You guys know the game. Let's get into it. Top fashion house Louis Vuitton is being sued over racism claims after a boss at a flagship store allegedly told an African employee, black people are slaves who eat dirt off the floor. (laughs) Sales associate Oliver Kofi claims that he was in a stock room packing a pair of shoes for the customer when his manager began the shocking race rant in front of a stunned staff. He uh, He alleged that the manager called Barack Obama a Muppet and said America would be better off with Miss Piggy as its president because Muslim people don't eat pork. <laughs> How does this person get a job in the first place? Right. Were they saying this shit in the interview? Apparently not. Mr. Coffey says that he was he was left humiliated by the black slave slur while working at the label store in central London. I almost feel like this case is a loser because no one will it's like when that dude bit someone during a soccer game. No one will believe you. It's like this is what the manager said. And they're like, no one's that stupid. But they really are. The president is a muppet. Miss Piggy will be president because really Muslims are. don't eat pork. Those two things don't even make sense, sir. They, and they said they did it in, a group, in front of a group of people, so yeah. they had witnesses. I'm just saying. I feel like it'll get thrown out because they'll just be like, no one can be that stupid. It's like, I got a camera. It's, ah! on, it's on camera right here. Here's the audio. Yeah, we're not going like, to watch that, sir. Come on. Who's <laughs> that dumb? Let's be honest, sir. How would this man be able to function as a human being and go to work every day and believe these things? Details of the allegations emerged in papers, which will be presented at Central London Employment Tribunal on July 18th. Mr. Coffey is suing Louis Vuitton for uh, racist discrimination and harassment. He claims his manager's tone of voice was cold and serious as he made the comments during a discussion of the origins of the English language with him and three other members of the staff in December. Mr. Coffey said, during this discussion, my manager quite randomly stated that black people are slaves and eat dirt off the floor. This comment was grossly offensive and extremely humiliating. His reference to slavery in this day and age with regards to black people is quite frankly revolting. Mr. Coffey was a contract worker at Louis Vuitton House at London's iconic Selfridges department store at the time of the incident. He says he recorded the offensive comments on tape at the concerns of the the manager's alleged racist conduct. (coughs) See? Even this guy knew what I was saying. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is so unbelievable, I have to record it. <laughs> right, because won't nobody believe me. And my name is Mr. Coffee, so they definitely won't believe me. Right. I'm black, and my name is Mr. Coffee. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. They're they going to think I made this up. He added, he went on a rant about black pe- people and other races and religions. 
religions he jumped from subject to subject making comments about other races and religions he made comments about barack obama all of his comments were derogatory and a clear illustration of his prejudices towards other races and religions his comments were offensive and degrading. I confronted him about a statement that black people are slaves that eat dirt off the floor. I told him that I was offended by his comment. He did not deny making the comment. He apologized and claimed it was a joke. It was not a joke at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, how? What would be funny about that? There's no punchline. And also, stop joking at work. Right. What do you pay? You're not, well, you're not a podcaster. You're not a comedian. <laughs> yes. Yes, they, they fucking they fold the clothes. They don't pay you do stand up. Yeah, you, the only thing you supposed to say funny is you got time to lean, you got time to clean. That's it. Period. And that shit got on my nerves, and it was never funny to me. Mr. Coffee says the manager who left his job following the disciplinary proceeding had previously questioned him about his nationality, asking where are you from originally from, and often referred to customers by their skin color. He alleges that the manager's frequent remarks about Asian people and his comments about Louis Vuitton products being shit because they were made in China created a hostile, intimidating work environment. His solicitor, Lawrence Davies of Equal Justice Solicitor, said the the case will set the 21st century bar as to what employers have to do to prevent racism in the workplace. Really? This will set the bar? Louis Vuitton accepts that the racist comment was made but defends the claim on the basis that the company was take had taken a reasonably practiced steps to prevent all racist comment the racist comment. This is in London, so they don't have laws that says, Hey, you can't say this, you could be fired. I feel like they do, and that's why they got rid of the dude. Uh, oh, oh, so they did get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, they got okay. rid of him. I mean the, the case might get thrown out because they already fired the dude and like what are you gonna do? What like what well, how much more responsible can my company be? Okay. We found out about it. We got rid of the nigga. Peace. Yeah, yeah. okay. High-end fashion has recently faced a barrage of racism claims with models Naomi Campbell and Imam supporting worldwide diversity campaigns. Yesterday, a spokeswoman for Louis Vuitton said Louis Vuitton has a zero-tolerance policy for, to harassment of any kind. This reported sentiment is in total violation of the Louis Vuitton ethical charter. The issue was investigated. The manager in question no longer works within the company. What would you give this, Karen, from zero to 100? I'd give it 50 because they heard about it and they fired him. Yeah, I'll give it a 25. Like, I'm not bothered that much. Mm-mm. They got rid of the man. Doesn't mm-hmm. sound like, doesn't sound like it was corporate. Doesn't sound like, Mm-mm. you know, uh, for what it's worth, it doesn't sound like they were like protecting this man or. They ain't double down. Yeah. And honestly, if they got rid of the man, what, what the fuck do they owe you? Nothing passed. He fucked up at work and now he's gone. Nothing past that point. Yep. So let's play our next game. That is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that is time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Ba-dum-bum. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. Yes, All right. Um, here's speaking of people that don't want to vaccinate or treat their babies. Here's a woman who was vegan and decided that she did not want to treat her infant uh, for uh, um, and take it to the hospital. A buried mother is accused of defying a doctor's orders to get treatment for her young infant. 23-year-old Sarah Ann Markham pointed to religious reasons, saying she wanted to pursue more natural options. Washington's Gail Pascoe-Brown is live at the Castleberry Police Department. And Gail, the pediatrician said the child was dehydrated. 
Jim, so much, in fact, that in this arrest report, the pediatrician told the mother that the baby should be at the hospital an hour after he saw him. Now, this baby is just 12 days old. The mother says she wanted a second opinion. 23-year-old Sarah Ann Markham bonded out of jail around 12.45 this morning. The Castleberry mother is charged with child neglect after investigators say she refused to take her dehydrated newborn to the hospital. The little boy is just 12 days old. There was a, a newborn that was brought into a doctor's office that was dehydrated and that the doctor at that time said the child needs to be taken immediately to the hospital where they reserved a bed. According to the arrest report, Sarah Markham said she wanted a second opinion and she went home. The doctor notified the state of Florida hotline. That's when Castleberry police went to her apartment, but she didn't answer the door. The officers were forced to gain entry to the residence, which they did. Um, and then at that point, they met with the mother and, and looked over the child. The Castleberry mother said she wanted to pursue a religion-based treatment and did not believe that her son was dehydrated. Sarah oh. Markham told police officers she had contacted a natural or vegan doctor but had few details about him. They said that she was argumentative and defensive at times. Police say she didn't give the formula or medicine to her son that the pediatrician provided for her. Her son was taken to the hospital. She wanted a second opinion. She wanted to go to a holistic type doc doctor and she didn't want her child ingesting medications that she felt had animal byproducts in it. Castleberry police say Markham seemed to have a carefree attitude as she headed to jail, even though she was told she wouldn't see her newborn son until a shelter hearing, which happened this morning. Now, the boy was taken to Florida Hospital South for treatment. The baby is in the custody of Child Protective Services. The next hearing regarding her son will be in July. Her next hearing on the neglect charges is in August. I'm Gail Pascal Brown, live in Castleberry for West 2 News. All right. She on the Supreme Court. <laughs> right. Uh, Justice Alito said, that's fine with me. I don't see the problem. Mm -mm. Uh, <clears throat> let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is. One kale chip closer to heaven. White. Oh, Florida. It is oh. old Florida, by the way. White. Never trust the judgment of a cracker that doesn't eat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they busted in and she argued and didn't get arrested. White. Vegan, that isn't the rapper common white. Veganism is the epitome of white privilege. White, white people who shot up the club after a bar crawl. The correct, uh, white says Joe Spacely. The correct answer is, oh wait, one who dresses in a burlap sack, in burlap sacks and walks barefoot in the swamp. Hippie vegan white. Correct answer is, and you all got it, white. Yeah. yeah, they need to lock up. In, in fact, a situation like that, maybe it's just me. Take your child away. Your baby must run and die because you don't want to take it to the hospital. Yeah, and the sad part is, like, a lot of times these people, because it's religion and it's illogical and they can, like, and they're this kind of crazy, like, this kind of, like, I'm, this is what I'm using my religion for to do crazy shit. They repeat offend, and it's like when a, you put a child in a situation like that, it can be very dangerous for that child. Yeah, the doctor. You know, a lot of times they're like, "It, what's more of an authority over my life than the Lord who is telling me to do this?" That's bigger than the police, any judge, any law, any statute. You and, know. And my question is this: There is nothing that does not say that the Lord and the law can go hand in hand, and we can we can work this out together. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people want to separate the two. Yep. And the doctor tell you your baby's dehydrated. Yep. 
she don't believe in that though scientifically it's it's a fact it's just the devil trying to get the baby can it's not dehydrated next story let's get into this uh speaking of uh pregnant women how much we respect life in this country oh Uh, baby i hope they take that child away from her yeah i mean they should honestly because what 12 days you 12 days this is what you're doing and then y'all talking about uh passing laws night allowing women to have birth control get the fuck out of here they should come out with a movie 12 days a baby and because that's about how long that baby gonna live with her maybe people will start caring about the suffering of this child because mm-hmm. like you know what else did you know what other things is that baby oh the baby's got a fever it'll work out baby got an earache baby yeah. gets sick ch- ch- when children are small they capture um infections <laughs> that's what they do yeah most mothers are and parents are taking their kids to the hospital and the Constant. doctor too much because right. they're so worried this is the one woman who's like nah fuck it it'll be straight my baby good we just pray it away i'm liz arts in douglas county in douglasville where accident investigators are still on the scene over here today trying to figure out why a man they say intentionally ran over a 53 year old woman They say that the woman was stopped at the traffic light when he started ramming the back of her vehicle. When she got out to check to see what was going on, they say he pinned her between the two cars and then intentionally ran her over. Today, we spoke with her daughter, who was with her at the time, and witnessed the entire incident. We also talked to investigators about additional charges that this man could face. He's already facing murder charges and aggravated assault charges. We'll have all of this for you on WSBTV.com and Channel 2 Action News starting at 4 p.m. Guessing the race of the victim. Uh, no, guessing the race of the dude like okay. uh, that did this. The driver. Yeah, apparently okay. he uh, tried to run over. Driver. He tried to run over a fifty-three-year-old uh, woman named Janice Pitts. His name is Dewey Green, and uh, like they actually have video for, with the daughter and stuff. Um, but yeah, she he tried to pin her between a car. Like he hit the car, she got out. He tried to pin her between the car. A toddler came out there, or a four-year-old son came out there, and you know he wouldn't look at him and shit. Like just throw this motherfucker under the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess the race to see Kurt Russell from Quentin Tarantino's Grindhouse movie Death Proof. <laughs> Chuck Spears <laughs> stood his ground on the road. Say, see white white man who got the wrong idea from Yes All Women campaign. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of clues to go on, so I'm going to just guess white because racism. Ah! <laughs> Confederate flag flying on top of his truck and his deer head on the front of the truck, a red-blooded white American. The correct answer yes. is white. He was white. And she was black. Yeah, and it was a black woman he did this to, um, a pregnant black woman at that. Like, yes. you don't have any fucking decency? Like, I mean, he's like, I'm tired of giving my seat up to these uh, these pregnant ladies on the bus, so uh, it's time to get in my truck and kill some. Um, all right, let's go to the bonus round. Uh, where's my bonus round music? Double the boys, double the race, double the boys and the race, 
That's right, it's double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, everyone's two for two that has been guessing, except for those people that didn't guess the second time because they were cowards. Here we go. Uh, Let's see. Apparently, a woman went into a McDonald's. and No, 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 let's, let's not do that. Let's do this one. This is better. Um, there's a man who had a barbershop, guys, okay? And we all get a haircut from time to time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing legal about that. But how do you end up on Guess the Race when you own a barbershop? Uh, when you also put a stripper pole in it, okay? Okay, guys, that's how you end up on the show. Pine Hills, Florida, of course. Oh, Florida. Oh, you can't get the article to play. Um, nah, I'm just waiting on it to reload. It, it'll play, but I, it, it's moving slow at all. Oh, so uh-huh. oh, so we couldn't hear while we swinging. Couldn't hear what? Couldn't hear while we swinging. Right. All this because taking forever. I can only get him when he when he rolls around again. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, like you're like uh yeah man um how much is it to get my hair done uh that'll be fourteen dollars. Uh, I'm going to need my change back in all singles. I'm going to need my change back in singles. Thanks. All right, here's the article. A barbershop owner who was arrested for running an illegal strip club inside his business. At four, we showed you this video taken late at night by undercover detectives of strippers swinging from a pole at the Superfades Barbershop along Pine Hills Road near Silver Star Road. And at five, we reported a 17-year-old girl was among those strippers. Channel 9's Carla Ray spoke to the owner, and she joins us now live. Carla, he told you there's a good reason he had people in his business that late at night. Yeah, he said his business is struggling and he needed donations to help keep it open. But investigators say he was making a lot of money by charging a cover here at the door for that illegal strip club. On undercover surveillance inside what's supposed to be a barber shop, agents caught women and at least one 17-year-old girl stripping on a permanently fixed pole inside Superfade's barber shop. Even though we showed this video to shop owner Derek Price today, he denies it ever happened. So you don't admit that these are strippers in your business? I do not admit that. Figure it out. That's not the only thing investigators caught on tape. They showed us this video of Price counting cash from what they say is a $10 cover charge at the door of the illegal strip club. What were you taking money for at the door? I wasn't taking money for anything. I take donations. His shop is yards away from the intersection of Pine Hills and Silver Star Roads. We first told you about the push to add a $300 million town center here. Today, we learned county leaders expect to get a consultant's report on how feasible it is to add apartments and retail here by the end of July. The goal, to help revitalize the area, bring in businesses, and drive out crime. And in light of this alleged crime, the owner of this building, who is leasing to Price, tells us he'll be asked to leave. That's not your roof? With a pull from it? I don't know. Come on now. Figure it out. (laughs) And we will be checking with investigators who are still trying to track down two accused dancers in this illegal strip club operation. Just as soon as we get any new information on additional charges, we will pass them along. Reporting live in Pine Hills, Carla Ray, Channel 9 Eyewitness News. I don't know. Figure it out. Figure that he. I know he was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Figure it out. I don't take money. I take donations. Y'all got to y'all got to come and catch me. 
uh outside of the 17 year old girl i'm not convinced this isn't him just being a job creator says they pretty smart <laughs> uh here's the here's the uh guesses for the race black says they pretty smart direct uh derek you ain't got nothing on me black blacker than black he black y'all black and mild connoisseur Oh. My last name says Alan Black. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy J bought a barbershop. Dead black. <laughs> Blacker than a pop than a Popeyes in the hood on Sunday at the church lets out. Oh. Can Cinnamon give me the number seven black? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. One who knows the crimes and the penalties. <laughs> Creflo Dollar Black. Nega says Nick Chu. <laughs> dollar bill on a player club black oh. i will take a henny black black and black <laughs> well guys surprise surprise you're all correct it was a black man yes, figure it out i don't take money i take donations, donations. okay so first of all lady <laughs> oh my you god you and this damn camera figure it out yeah figure it out I don't know. Figure it out. Um, like, oh, this is on you. Yeah. Uh, you better come with some real evidence. Can't end without talking about sword ratchetness. Uh, Utah woman used her sword in a dispute with a neighbor because, because why not? <laughs> she owns a sword. Because why not? You know, uh, you might as well go ahead and try to kill your neighbors with it since you paid Seven ninety five at the flea market uh before going down there, you know. Uh Salt Lake City, U- Utah. Oh, wait, you what can't is it? choose your relatives. And sometimes you can't choose your neighbors. But that's what fencing is for. No, not samurai fencing. <coughs> that would be silly. Someone should have told that to this Salt Lake City, Utah woman, Tasha Davis. Back on Father's Day, she apparently tried to settle an argument with a neighbor by using a 27-inch samurai sword. She had it with one hand, and then she grabbed it with two hands, you know, and then she came at me. I had to block it, and I grabbed, and I grabbed like that. Her boyfriend was able to intervene really quickly when she had swung it at, at the victim, and he grabbed her, um, got her away from the sword. Salazar felt lucky to come away with minor injuries, if you call a gash to the bone minor. Here's an idea. When Davis gets out of jail on her attempted murder charge, she might want to take up a career in samurai tailoring. <laughs> what? What kind See, of news article is this? First of all, that news article is way too fucking funky. All right? I mean, anytime <laughs> you had a remix in the background, didn't it? Yeah, you got to drop the beat on the news. When do we start doing this? I guess this was hot in the streets. Good grief. It's so... See, this is the problem. We don't take this shit seriously, and then you end up with people attacking their neighbors and shit because you got jokes and beats and shit like, like, like it's a freestyle or something. It's it's a news story. Take it serious. People could have died. Uh, anyway, that's you it. Get for that the sword day. remix. That's what you got. Yeah, <laughs> she decided that take laws into her own hands on her sword. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she decided it was time to do the remix. Remix. <laughs> <laughs> and now to drop that beat. But first. 
was a weird sound. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that was a weird. Sound. That's not the horn I wanted to play. No, I was looking for the uh, air raid horn, but uh, whatever. Uh, dropping bombs on them and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, man. Um, I'm trying. Maybe I could play this last article. I don't know. Let me refresh it. But there's one more story right in this story. This is about a neighbor um, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Neighbor trying. Uh, wow, another sword story from Utah? No. Oh wait, no, it's the same story. All right, fuck okay. the story. All right. I was really ah. like, I was really about to be like, what the fuck is going on in Utah? They chopping each other. Two up. women fuck niggas up with swords. Right. Are we sure about this? Uh, anyway, guys. We'll be back tomorrow for that blood, which apparently you guys like. Uh, so, uh, we'll be back tomorrow talking about <laughs> it. Me and Justin, uh, at five. Uh, we'll see you guys then until tomorrow. Uh, make sure you guys go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. And, uh, if you work at Hobby Lobby, make sure you stock up on condoms. Go to adamandeve.com, code TBGWT. Yeah, cause you won't be getting birth control. Get as many as you can carry, ladies. All right. Uh, it's a crazy world out here. Um, all right, Karen, uh, until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. <laughs>